What is going on, everybody? It is episode 354 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? It's like you said it extra fast just to freak me out. Um, also, I can't hear myself super well, so okay. now I guess is the time to correct that. Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I am back. Uh, I was gone yesterday, and Brett was also gone yesterday. Uh, I'm good. Yes, sound good. <laughs> Grug-like. Yes. Um, because we are both infected with some horrible virus. I think the Matrix poisoned us. And uh, it's, it's not a good day for us uh, here. So bear with us, yes. please. Today we have a guest who is healthy and going to help us uh, get through the show today. Hi, Kellen. Yeah, but for how long, Mary? How long? <laughs> like, uh, come into this just diseased of a room. It's like the opposite <laughs> of like one of those clean OR rooms. You know, it's just the complete opposite. But um, yeah. I'm going to do my best because I've got immune system number one. Uh, it's the best that we've ever seen. It truly is just tremendous. And uh, my name is Kellen. So it's what's up, everybody? It's the best immune system we've ever seen. It's the best. Um, I do post-production for TimCast IRL. Uh, I'm a volleyball and Velcro enthusiast. And I'm Whoa. here to try to be as positive as I can be in a world that's just so angry and evil mm. all the time. I can appreciate that. We need more positivity. It's I'll try. Yeah. Hard <laughs> I'll when, try. When all the stories are negative and I'm over here complaining about everything. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Warner Brothers has decided to celebrate their 100th anniversary. That's called a centennial, right? A centennial is your 100th anniversary? I think so. Yeah, they're celebrating their centennial by going super duper mega ultra, super saying woke. Zero uh, to 100. Yeah, zero wokeness. to 100. They're, they're going to be doing a bunch of DEI woke remake remake short films of famous Warner Brothers properties like Robin Hood and A Star is Born and a bunch of other ones. It's like the worst idea ever created in the history of ideas. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this resurfaced resurfaced clip from the show The Good Doctor, which proves to the world that it takes a doctor with autism to tell everybody what they already know, which is uh, that uh, child transitioning is probably not a safe thing. I when, love when uh, clips just uh, inexplicably go viral on Twitter for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. They never explain why one decides to go viral again. We're also going to talk about a show that was famous back in the, it was like the 2000s, it was called That's So Racist. No, I'm just kidding. It's That's So Raven. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's what yeah. it would be today. Yes, just kidding. It's Raven's home today. Yes. So uh, there's a clip uh, of one of the actresses from That's So Raven talking about how the the studio couldn't possibly see a black woman as the star of the show, which, of course, we all know is BS. We're going to talk about that. It's a large leap in logic that makes no sense. Also, Andrew Tate has uh, is he afraid that the Matrix is trying to poison him. I think he probably just got a bug bite. We're going to talk about that, too. Uh, Mary, we got a $20 one right there. You want to read that real quick? I, I do. Hobbit said, have fun in the Petri dish. Cabin. There you go. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> this is Petri it. culture crisis. crisis. It's literally a it's culture a, yeah, inside of say, the Petri dish. Perfect way to describe it. Perfect. <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Before we get started, guys, could you hit a <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Could you like this video? Could you subscribe to this channel? If you have not done so already, uh, make our sacrifices no, make our sacrifices worth it by subscribing to the channel. Remember, all Super Chats, $20 and over, will be read immediately. We will interrupt because the discussion. Because we're grifters. Yes, exactly. And then we will get back on discussion as quickly as possible. What's funny is, is I actually feel worse today than I felt yesterday. I just have slightly better voice 
Like yesterday, I just couldn't talk. Brett's really into his gravelly, sexy voice today. We need to film all the ads right now. (laughs) Do it. Let's go. PCC after dark. Somebody else said I sound like the smoking aunts from The Simpsons. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but. Yeah, it hurt my my feelings just a a little bit. But, you know, it's it's fine. (laughs) Uh, If you guys are ready, we will get right into it. Mary, are you ready? I'm ready. Kellen, are you? Yeah, let's do you it. Ready? Let's go. Let's See, go. That, isn't that isn't that hard? Like, when it I, just like, feels a little Barney and Friends. When I was on, <laughs> when I was on the last time I was on IRL and I was in Ian's spot, I like I I whiffed when they did like the the names or when they go around to do the names. Like, so, like Phil like looks at me and like nods, like it's your turn to talk. I'm like nobody motioned to me. <laughs> there is there is like a kind of an order that we do on <laughs> cast where it goes guest, yep. uh, I guess secondary guest, which is like Phil, Hannah, Claire. Yeah. And then it goes to Ian and then Sir. So there is like an order that yeah. we have all kind of memorized in there. But for someone who uh, just avoids IRL. Yeah. You know, well, I called tough. out. I called I out. I'm always happy to do IRL. I, I have I a do. good time. It was fun. We did an episode together. Yeah. It was a good time. I enjoy not having to like push buttons or like look at a screen or anything like that. Like I get to take my glasses off sometimes, which is nice. So, wow. all right, let's get started, guys. First, we do have a bit of a rest in peace right here. Jerry Springer, uh, the host of the Jerry Springer show, which these two that I'm with today probably won't be able to completely grasp the cultural significance of this man because you're because you're so young. But oh, if you think goodness. that our if you think that our culture is degrading fast now, you can give this guy a big high five for being a big part of it. He uh, he highlighted know. a lot of the a lot of the degradation of our culture. The, the culture for was the, already degraded, yes. and he was just Shining making money on. off of yeah. it. I mean, yes, I don't and, blame him. and yes, but Jerry Springer, I don't think he's this uh, evil guy yeah. that like brought the downfall no, that you guys are like describing. Not. Jerry Springer brought people together to hash out their grievances and differences now that doesn't happen yeah. now you just sneak up on someone and you know there's gang beef and we all know how that ends but you know jerry springer tried to bridge he was 79 know, tried to start conversations answer. that's yeah. that's what he was he was a truth seeker conflict conversationist that's not a, yeah whatever <laughs> a mediator. conversationalist conversationalist yeah yeah. yeah, it's a. I mean, but he's a. He's very much. If you want to think of somebody like a a Paris Hilton as relevant to the culture in the mid two thousands, he absolutely would have been oh, in the same way category. Bigger, way bigger. Uh, earlier than that, he's a very big part of American popular culture. It's it's sad. And sadly, but, people like Howard Stern also fit into that category. Yeah. Uh, did, did you see that Howard Stern <laughs> had to bring up Tucker Carlson? He's like, he forgot he was a puppet for Murdoch. I'm like, you freaking tool. You curly-haired degenerate tool. Hey. I hate that guy. Uh, ever since I found oh. out, ever since <laughs> I edit found that out, so he's insulting yeah. Kellen, please. <laughs> I hate that guy. Ever since I found out, ever since I found out that he like mocked Selena, the singer Selena, when she died, and still now has the gall. He mocked to, everyone. Yeah, but now he's pretending that he didn't, and that's that's the most. That, yeah, part. he does. Speaking of to be uh, Selena, do you ever, uh, <laughs> Brett? Do you ever watch Chef and Selena? The no. new Selena Gomez. You should watch it, dude. What's it about? It's Selena Gomez and she cooks food. Oh, didn't she steal that from Haley Bieber? Didn't doesn't everybody do Who this? Who did it first? I have no. Who did I a cooking no show. Idea. Um, I don't know. It's giving Chrissy it, Teigen. Who's the Butter Woman? Paula Deen. Yeah, Mrs. Or Rachel Ray. Mrs. Butter. Rachel Ray is a classic. They're like the OG. Not uh, Mrs. Butterworth. But what happened no, to Paula this Dean. like Mrs. Butterworth? Someone who's <laughs> a professional celebrity that just does cooking shows or makes a fashion line or makes a perfume Hmm. chrissy teigen is exactly that we need like a female celebrity to make like a pair of like 
nunchucks or something like something unexpected yeah or like a nice series of monocles just something crazy these days i've been watching channels that are it's it's cake or it's all the cake or not channels but this one guy did it with his whole kitchen so the whole oh kitchen was cake. i don't know how you make a whole netflix show about that yeah like this nuts. this guy's whole Anything. kitchen was cake he goes like he walks up to it he, he tries to open the microwave door and it's just a cake <laughs> no <laughs> comes off it's incredible he goes to his coffee machine it's like he's like he's putting his coffee cup under it and he goes nothing's happening and then he cuts a hole in the in the coffee machine and he goes right down and cuts through the cup that he put in there which That's is uh, it's incredible it's I, I love everyone wants to complain about oh my gosh it's so bad to live in in the west these days it's so awful if we have the money to make shows where it's just a guy who turns this entire kitchen into cake I posit that we live in the end times full of gluttony. how much raw flour do you think that I would love to see that pictured like all the flour we that went into making world a cake hunger kitchen. with the amount of resources being spent on that yeah. Blake Maury... Snow in the Blake Snow in the chat says first live show I apologize for my voice my Oops. friend if it's your first live show yeah hello oh, i guess hello that, uh that actually reminds me of something i was thinking about today so like uh on a popular feature on twitch is like your streamer like once you're winding the stream down they can go and raid someone which yeah. basically dumps all their viewers into another viewer's yeah. channel so if you guys are watching the show you know i would encourage your favorite streamers you know besides us um to go and raid us bring more people here because you know Dude, this is going to be one of the biggest shows on YouTube, and you guys are—you guys have early access. Early access, you know, that's what exactly. it is. It's like the open beta. Maybe you know, with all the talk we've been having lately about plastic surgery, maybe I can get my. Uh, can you get vocal cord surgery? Maybe I could get my voice permanently turned like this, just so that it won't hurt. You can, or it will go wrong, and you have chipmunk voice forever. Or Perfect. just scream and drink a lot, like uh, Steve-O yes. did. Yes. Uh, yeah. I can work, I can work on that because <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't be—I'd be fine with my voice being like this if it didn't hurt so much to talk. So. All right, uh, we got some other stuff to mention. I do want to mention this real quick. Fast and the Furious Ten is Ooh. predicted to be only to only open to sixty-five to seventy million dollars, and that breaks my little heart. Oh, I thought that earlier when you said it, it had low predictions, you were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, that too. I mean, that does too. That's like one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty million that they're predicting. What, for what that. is like? What's the uh, like milestone you want to hit nowadays to be like not just successful? Obviously, you want to make a profit if you're yeah. a major, you know, movie I mean, you studio. Have to make, you have to make twice as much as the movie costs to make to get any. But what would profit. you? What number would you consider being like? This was a success. This movie killed it in theaters. Depend. I mean, that's that really does depend on the box, like how much it costs to make it. So it would be that would be on a sliding scale depending on what the movie costs to make. I actually we were going to cover something that we ended up not getting to, which is that the budgets for both of the the third and the fourth Jurassic World films were double what they said they were so they're among the most expensive movies ever made Why? and they st have no idea and they still made a small amount of profit we have a, a $20 super chat right there from Shane H. Wilder Brett you sound like you want to make me an offer I can't refuse <laughs> or ask a punk to make your day lol prayers that you and Mary get over your maladies speedily Kellen, great job rocking the Thank stash. Thank you. Thank you. I saw someone in here said it was uh, perverted, my stash. You've got a cool shirt on today, oh, too. It's on. like business in the front, party in the back. It is. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you look, like you're going, you look like you're going to, like, in the front, you look like you're going to work in an office. In the back, it looks like you're going to a bar in Oregon. <laughs> it does. It does. That's, that's insulting. So, all right. Uh, Glenn Powell, who we did talk about the other day, Mary, he has broken Kicked up. to the curb. Did she kick him to the curb? Yeah, because she posted on Instagram. So that's Gigi why Paris posted on Instagram a selfie uh, where the caption was, on to the next. Or it was like, uh, what was it? 
I don't something, know. Something, something onto the next. Who are these Man, people? It's uh, well, Glenn Powell's from Top Gun Maverick, and he's kind of. This was after he had uh, cheating rumors with Sydney Sweeney because they're filming a rom com together. Isn't Sydney Sweeney pro Trump? No, but some of her family members are. Okay. Or might I mean might be? We don't know for it. sure. I thought that she that's was, true. like. There's a picture of her in a MAGA hat. No, it was it was her mom's sixtieth birthday, and it was a shirt. It was a hat that said "Make sixty great again." Oh, so she got trashed yeah. for that. Oh my god! So when god. is I didn't know sixty wasn't great. So I thought sixty was fine. Yeah, when did sixty stop being great? It was always great. Yep. So um, yeah, so he's uh, they've broken up. So I guess that makes more sense. She doesn't have to oh, pretend yeah. to care what Sydney Sweeney <laughs> thinks said, now. Know your worth and on to mm. the next in uh, her Instagram post, and that was after she unfollowed Sydney Sweeney mm. on Instagram. I just think it's funny that Sydney Sweeney is this uh, alike to her teenage counterpart in Euphoria, She's... who steals her brunette friend's boyfriend from from her. I'm weirdly more attracted to Sydney Sweeney every time I see her. Also, I um I, I saw some tweets analyzing the situation. One person said. Glenn Powell is a nasty cheater, and Sydney Sweeney is just a 25-year-old teenage girl trying to navigate this crazy <laughs> thing we call life. <laughs> um, another person, oh, this was from uh, Jamie on Twitter. Dating an actor is just like dating a porn star. They get paid to cheat on you, LOL. Well, I asked that question the other day, and I finished it off in the right as the show was ending. I asked, I said, is doing a sex scene in a movie cheating? And I think 62% said yes. I would say mm -hmm. no. It's, I mean, that was my take is Well, how no. do you define cheating then? Be well, you got to, like, that's just one of the things that you need. Like, when you're a famous actor and actress, especially one that's getting involved in those scenes, like, it just comes with the job. Okay, no, but no, the question like, is okay, the thing. If you're a cop who I don't see you fires on someone, being, are you a murderer? I don't see you as being in a monogamous relationship if part of your job Sure, maybe you shouldn't be in one. having sex with or pretending to have sex with or touching or whatever, like, other people than the person you claim to be in an exclusive relationship with. So, like, what that girl that I was on whatever with, she's a stripper and a porn star and claims that she's in a monogamous relationship. The other guy doesn't do any of that stuff. I don't okay, see you as being in a monogamous relationship. Okay, but we gotta separate porn from, like, a, like a heated do we scene. Need to, do we need to that separate those things, different. though? Yeah, there, if it's a one, if it's, like, a, a Game of Thrones scene. It's pornographic. It absolutely is. Yes, that, but is there's also camera angles, and a lot of times these actors and actresses, there's tricks where they look like they're kissing and they're not. They wear special like skin colored garments I get that, but i'm not saying it's not material, lewd it begin it's it it stops and starts somewhere and a lot of what is being shown on netflix or hbo max it's porn it's just straight up porn. I, I just, I mean, whether or not lewd, they're actually sure. having sex well that's and i think we're so desensitized as a culture to what that actually is that a lot of people are making excuses for it like oh it's just you know heated it's heated it's intimate so it's what if explicit. you what if you uh what if you're in a relationship and you go and you're a nude model you don't you just sit there naked so people can paint you but that's just what about ism and well, also yes exactly also i don't think most people would be okay with that no. sure Oh, well, maybe, but I don't. I don't consider it cheating. I mean, it's a profession. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe be it's in not a relationship. cheating, but you're not in a relationship. Maybe you shouldn't be. If and your I body that's belongs a good point. to other people. But it's like it's you're talking about usually like a scene that lasts less than five minutes. You know, in a movie or a TV show, compared to like that they shoot porn, for like three hours longer than that. Probably longer. Twelve compared to 18. like porn, where the whole thing is is sex. So I think there is a clear distinction to make. 
And the distinction is blurring, Kellen. <laughs> and they do like I know the there's they teach actors and actresses certain tricks, so it looks like you're kissing, it looks like you're doing this or that without it actually happening, you know. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we we'll, we just disagree here. Uh, someone in the chat said, "Not all nudity is perverse, Mary." I think we need to move a little bit in the opposite direction, though. If uh, like I think we're sliding a little bit too far. I think we can all agree on that. Um, and we know exactly what to shield from the eyes of children, not marble statues. <laughs> so then, like, what about bikinis when you're at the beach? I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but I think you have and to... And there's also the factor that when you're in the 3D space, when you're in the real world and a woman is wearing a skimpy outfit <laughs> or she's wearing little clothing, men are obligated to suppress their sexual urges oh, of course. around them, as they should. <laughs> But when it's through a screen, you're being psychologically affected by it. Okay, I, I just think it's 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 a spectrum I, or a sliding scale. What about a highly emotional intimate scene? I don't think it's just this scene. or that. What? What about a highly emotional intimate scene with somebody who's not your real partner? That can be Wait, just. That's a, what great, that's a great example. Would you cite for that? What? What example would you cite for? Uh, that? Can't think of any off the top. Of I'm my thinking head. of uh, so, like a, a movie. I can't think of a specific movie, but a movie where it's really just two main characters, like a, a rom com. Okay. A rom-com. There's no sex scenes, but their whole movie is two people falling in love, and they're not actually together in real life. You know, like uh, sure. uh, John Krasinski in The Office and his relationship with Pam, right? For eight years, you know, or however long, how many years that they were together on screen kissing stuff, and then he had to go home to Emily Blunt. Like, and you know, I think had, that's a good thing to talk they about. They a chemistry that is real. But someone, some could argue but, that he was more, he had more chemistry with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jenna, I can't think of an actress. Fisher? Jenna Fisher. Some could argue that he had more chemistry with Jenna Fisher than he's ever seen having with Emily Blunt. Well, that's because hopefully their chemistry is in private. Yeah, not for <laughs> public consumption. Yep. Um, I, I, I mean, I, there is obviously a sliding scale and... and gradations to this but i think uh that tweet saying that their job is to cheat on you is like not as far off from the truth as we might think um tell actors and actresses just simply don't have a normal job uh tell us about olivia wilde and emily ratatat ratatat <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the two worst people you know are beefing so what do you do you don't take sides you just make fun of them um, Olivia Wilde has been broken up with Harry Styles for a minute now, and we all saw the video of Harry Styles and Emrata eating each other's faces <laughs> in Japan. It was grotesque. It, um, nipples protruding, very disrespectful. <laughs> and <laughs> then uh, Emrata, in an interview, said that she feels bad for Olivia Wilde uh, after that was uh, made public. And an inside source said, Emily shouldn't feel bad for Olivia. She should re-examine her dating life and the men she chooses to go out with. There's a $20 super chat right there. We've got it uh, from Hiroshima Otaru? Or is it somebody else? From Clef the Misfit. Oh, Clef the Misfit. Whether or not something is cheating is entirely subjective to that person's partner. There are women who say watching porn is cheating, even though you're not actually touching anyone else. Everyone has different boundaries. I've got a fun, I got a fun example of, of something. So on the show Castle, Seamus Deaver's character, he, his wife, the, the woman that he ends up marrying on the show is his real life wife. 
Okay. Was, so that was that was always kind of cool that he ended up. But getting, why is it cool? You know, like I, if I, it is divorced from reality, because why is it cool? I well, I'm giving you a solution you know? to what you were just saying. Like if he's going to be in scenes like that, granted, I don't think they actually ever had any scenes of him being romantic with people in the show. But I'm saying like that's that's a way around it. You cast the person's actual wife. But doesn't that kind of break the rule that we're talking about all the time that you don't need to actually experience something to portray it on so screen. Are, so should all actors never get married and, and be I single? mean probably okay. they're like kind of worse than everybody else in society what so. about like Broadway performers <clears throat> I mean that's kind of in a way a whole different ball game than Hollywood um, so, you're, so you're saying so is there a certain level of fame or status you have to reach to be to be considered an actor like, to be considered be an actor, no. That, should, that shouldn't be dating? Um, I mean, I, that normal people shouldn't date, I should say. I mean, they're free to date each other. That's whatever. Right. But um, clearly, Glenn Powell's girlfriend did not uh, understand the consequences of dating I, I think the bigger problem <laughs> with these Hollywood relationships is that they're serial relationships. So, like, I almost feel yes. like none of them are secure none of them are true and they can't trust each other because whether or not it was cheating, which I, I don't know, like I don't keep up with this stuff, but whether or not it was cheating, it's like he's on to another girl just like that and they're an item. And it's like, where, where's and the... And Emrata operates the same way as like a promiscuous man would. Um, and yeah, that's, she, that's kind mean, of I, the point here is what? that they're many... in a constant rotating like roster of singles who are perpetually single forever and think they're going to be hot forever. Right. And it's not true. Well, <laughs> they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Olivia Wilde is hitting that right now. The I insider mean... also added, Olivia just wants Emily to keep her name out of her mouth. Keep my... Keep my ex-boyfriend's what? name out of your mouth. There's a $20 one right there. Calvin Pafford said, if I kicked my girlfriend's father in the nuts, I'm sure it would be a violation of my girlfriend's boundaries that doesn't exactly make it cheating. Eh? Uh, I kind of understand what he's saying. Well, but you have it boundaries in different areas of your life, I guess. Yeah, that's just like being, you shouldn't kick anyone's um, father in the balls. I, just, I don't like the whole everyone has different boundaries thing because it's, it's giving into this subjective morality where everything is okay as long as it's consensual and that's not the case and relationships do have to be in certain objective bounds to be considered a relationship at all that's why uh, you know the definition of marriage has been made such a relative term that's a bad thing for everybody and that's why no fault divorce is a thing i mean i'm kind of opening so many different uh, conversations right now but that's that's my my basic it's just on tough it. because like i understand what you're saying right and so we can agree agree that bikinis at a beach is okay but nude beaches are probably going too far right but then again like where like I mean, I it is know. up to the person like if there's a couple going to a nude beach and they're both okay with it it, it is up to the individuals at the end of the day i mean as a society we kind of do have these that's what they're permitted to do. I'm just saying it's not like morally okay. You should go as Olivia Wilde getting the document from Jason Sudeikis for Halloween. That's hilarious. She had a very bright blue blazer on, you should, right? You should just you should take an envelope that says like uh, I'm not divorce, tall enough. That says divorce papers on it and carry it around for Halloween. I'm not tall enough, and I can't purse my lips like that. I think Olivia Wilde is going through like a midlife crisis, to be honest. Of course, yeah, mm -hmm. that's obvious. You know, I um I was playing Call of Duty the other day, and the guy I was playing with is apparently Harry Styles' caddy, 
when he comes to California. What? Yeah, golf <laughs> he has, caddy. He has one specific one that he needs. He like well, like, he yeah. goes to That's this he goes to this club yeah. right or whatever this golf club the golf course and he requests the same dude and it's this guy that I was playing with, and uh, I don't know he sees he seems to think that Harry Styles is I mean albeit you know being Harry Styles and the way he is he said he's pretty much a normal guy, so you know. I, I kind of lean towards Olivia Wilde being the issue here and not him. I always lean towards Olivia Wilde being the issue. Unless it's with Emily Ratajkowski, then I lean towards both of them being the issue. Uh, except when she's 13 in house, yes. and then she's perfect. Yep. Then she can do whatever she wants. I mean, even then, she's kind of annoying sometimes. She's a but, little neurotic. But, um, but I love that. She's high stress, man. She's a doctor working for Greg House. Well, And she's got a degenerative disease that's killing her. Oh, that's right. But that, yeah. I, you know, doctoring is hard, too, I suppose. What, what is it? Um Huntington's. Huntington's. She had Huntington's yeah. disease. It's too bad. My favorite part is like where House like makes her take the test and tricks her into taking it. And then she throws it away and it becomes like a weird like thing in her brain where she then forces herself to take it because she took the test, had the results, didn't look at them, and then basically he got her to do it at the end. Has of it. Omar Epps been in anything recently? Because I really liked he was, him. Yeah, he he acts very. He's kind of like a David Boreanaz in that he's always working, but it's just not stuff. So he was in Resurrection. Um, the show that we talked about with Samira, she was in that show. They were in that show together. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, that would be um, cool to talk but to he's, about. Yeah, he's, he's an actor who's always working. Huh. So, yeah, okay. he's, he's a journeyman. All right. Uh, Bam Margera's on the run. He's on the loose. He's on the run, and he's leaving hateful voicemails. No, they got him. Guys, that's the is first crisis party. There it is, guys. Do you, you like might, it? Do, 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 do. You, like it? you <laughs> might be confused because it's very Well, people peaceful. told me they couldn't hear it anyways. So you know what? Uh, if you're going to complain, I guess you're going to go Brett to dinner Dasevic, hungry. The passive-aggressive girlfriend of pop culture that is crisis. Me. It's like it complained. Uh, the, I think the crisis party cheated on me in my, in my dreams. Therefore, I'm, I'm not giving anyone the crisis party today. Okay, um, but so no, they they, they, they adjust uh, the colors. They um they caught Bam, or well, they didn't catch him. He turned himself in. Surrenders I think, to uh, cops. Yeah, just yeah. I just see the update here. Yeah, so he was on the run with his girlfriend. They said he was using meth and a kid and a kid. Her uh, kid, I guess. Is not no his. longer on the run in Pennsylvania, surrendering to face charges for allegedly assaulting his brother and speaking out with details how he says it all went down. All how it all went down. It's uh, <coughs> it's a very very sad case to see somebody. De- grade that far into I mean, addiction. somebody needs to get that kid. I mostly I, feel I've heard people have tried to help Bam as much as they can. At this point, it, he's going to have to... I mean, I don't know what rock bottom is, but he's going to have to hit it because... Yep. I mean, maybe this is it. Maybe yeah. this is like, he needs to go to prison, go to jail for a while, sober up, and get his life straightened out. Um, he doesn't want to, and you can't You can't make someone do that. You can't make someone do that. I think it's hilarious that he's got. He's just fallen so far that Hulk Hogan tweeted out. I think it's a real tweet. I'm not sure, though. Hulk Hogan tweeted out. He's like, he thought he died. He's no, like, that, oh, was, that was like a year ago. He's like, he's like, so sorry, my that friend. That was many years ago. Yeah. It's yeah. Sorry you died. And he's like, I'm still alive. And yeah. I didn't respond. <laughs> Amazing. That's like, that's it. how you know, like, someone's just really fallen off the cliff. And that's my point. You said that was a couple years ago or a year ago yeah. so he's he's been on this spiral for a while people in the chat are calling me extremely passive aggressive brett passivic 
Yes, Pass there you it. go. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it Pass is, it. my friend. All right. Um, I love that. Amber Heard, uh, she is going to be featured in the next Aquaman 2 trailer. They Ooh. debuted it at CinemaCon. It is not online right now, but they, they bring it up because the campaign to remove her from the movie was at like $6.4 million now, or 6.4 million signatures. The funniest would have been if they actually removed it's her. It's 4.6. Did I say 6.4? 4, 4, 4, yeah. uh, fine. Well, you know, I'm, I don't feel well. I'm using that as my excuse today. Um, if they had removed her but not removed Ezra Miller, it would have been ridiculous. I didn't expect them to no. realistically remove her yeah, at just all. No, it just shows there's no consequences for the elite. Uh, once you gain a certain status, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. She's uh, not even really at that status. No, she's not. Um, I'd argue she is because she was a famous model before she was an actress. Yep. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about uh, Grim Hammer in the chat says SEAL team is solid though woke creep exists but Boreana's does a good job of making the woke moments centered around veterans yes um, the first three seasons are pretty good I noticed some some garbage creeping in around season four and, and stopped like right in its tracks stopped watching it as soon as I have no patience for that stuff and obviously everyone's standards for what is woke what I've noticed now since I've been I've been rewatching the show called The Glades which I love it's got the most annoying main character in history he's this cop who's just a dick to everyone he interviews he's just a cuz he's he's just a he's awful short. yeah no he's not he's he's okay. he's actually he's it's Matt Passmore he's actually pretty tall but he's just it's it's the way he talks to these people it's just awful but I realized when I was watching this episode that every show like that has their own gun control episode and Samira was yeah. on the Arrow version. Arrow had a, a gun control episode called Spectre of the Gun in like season five. She was on that episode. Okay. I forgot. I was going to bring it up with her. Like, <laughs> did it feel like propaganda when you were the doing The title is extremely on the nose. Yeah. So like this one, they, have, they, they all do, even long before wokeness had, had creeped into our television, there was always some type of gun control episode or immigration episode mm -hmm. in all of these shows. So Amber Heard, 4.6 million signatures telling her that they don't want her on the show anymore and they're meaningless. in the movie anymore and it doesn't mean doesn't mean anything so it i is don't think anyone is. even cares all that much about her being in the movie or not in the movie it does not people... matter this is like what kellen was saying <coughs> before we were live it really doesn't matter everyone is just obsessed with getting mm -hmm. mad about things mm -hmm. and it makes no difference i was gonna say too and yet. and you know not only is there rage burnout but there's also um uh, Superman cape burnout. I, I I really don't care for Aquaman two at this point. I I really I just don't. You, we mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't care about that. Yeah. You know, it's like it's you flooded the market and completely ruined any excitement and hope for these kinds of movies. Someone tweeted like, I know that if you go to see The Flash on its opening night, that you don't like. I have less respect for you because I know that you don't care about that movie. You're just going out of an obligation to keep up with the next release. It, for, for which movie? The uh, Flash? The Fla I the mean, Flash that, that argument makes more sense for Marvel movies, less for DC movies. 
I was uh, I was watching. I've been watching Seinfeld a lot recently, and uh, you know, there's multiple scenes where they're waiting in lines at the movies, yeah. and you know, it's just it's something we've lost. Like not just waiting in lines. I mean, there that's aren't no lines fun, anymore, though. That's there's okay. no lines, but it's like everyone is eager and excited to see the movie that's coming out on a Friday or Saturday night, and that's been completely lost. Now we get Wednesday at midnight, Thursday at midnight releases. We get you dual... only get, you very rarely get the Wednesday. We had that for Aqua, or for Avatar 2 I think that was a, a Wednesday at midnight release it's, the Thursday yeah. but yeah Thursday at midnight's pretty common and it's, it's just like we've the actual uh, idea of going out to the cinema has been completely lost I don't know I don't think the pandemic killed it I think it was dying for a while yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just sad. It's sad. It was one of America's <laughs> pastimes to go to the movie theaters. Um, and I still like it. Uh, yeah, but it's not the same as it was when I was a kid. And like they used to be, every movie you went to would be packed as mm. a kid. And as they've continually the like anymore. raised and optimized the experience of going to the movies with all of this extra like concessions and the reclining seats and they're mm -hmm. heated and uh you know the sound systems getting improved and the visuals getting improved none of it is ever going to measure up to just a good story right exactly. that's not going to get people to go to the movies exactly and that's why i think Seamus was talking about it last night um how you know when art and animation stopped being hand-drawn and started being computer generated mm -hmm. not ai but just computer generated he's like yes it flooded the market with more uh art and more animation yeah. and people could start producing more quicker but it doesn't necessarily improve the quality yep. right the quality did not improve there was still very and like i always think about when you say this brett but like good art is not does not come around often nope. right good movies good storytelling it does not come around often yeah. and so maybe that's what it is maybe we have this like kind of false uh hope if you will that everything should be phenomenal and it's mm -hmm. just not the case you know all right uh we got a couple of other things for uh john do you want to tell us about the john stamos thing this is really funny yeah this story went viral <laughs> recently he was on josh peck's podcast and admitted that he got the olsen twins fired from full house when they were a year and a half old because Saw they this. were crying too much they got new babies and they cried more Uncle so he Jesse. said just never mind bring them back <laughs> The other ones were just worse. Imagine getting mad at babies for I, crying. I can't understand. I, I, but like, I'd almost be like, just write them out of the show, man. Well, you agreed to be on a show knowing that there were babies on the show. Yeah. So you knew that there was going to be crying. I, I've heard John Stamos was kind of a D-bag for other reasons. Um, oh, I can't think Everyone's of Everyone's been a crying baby, and I don't want to hear anyone complaining about it. That's Agreed. my point. Everyone has been a baby that's crying and annoying everyone at one point in their lives. Probably multiple. All right. Also, we do have a, a sort of a mea culpa to offer here. Remember not our, really. Our, I'm not sorry. <laughs> our story the other day about the Canadian actor named St. Von Colucci, who apparently died having 12 plastic surgeries to look like Jimin from BTS. Well, apparently it was all fake. Yeah. Fake, 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 It's fake, really fake. confusing. I want to get to the bottom of this because it came from somewhere, obviously. So there was someone posing as his publicist i think that person is probably to blame the name eric blake wasn't it 
It's even better. It's everyone that I see, like, that gets, who are you? <laughs> everyone that I see that gets these crazy, crazy surgeries, they all look like you went to the Halloween store and got one of those like he, latex we're masks, not even like sure the big over that the this head person masks. Exists. Ooh, this saint guy. I mean, he looks. He doesn't look they real said, from the picture. In of fact, this. Von Colucci may not have even been a real person. I looked. There is no IMDb for Saint Von Colucci. I was who's asking, like, do you know anything he's been in? And yeah. you were like, no, I, have, I haven't heard of him before. So yeah. where did this story? Where was it first reported? Daily uh, Mail. Daily Mail, and I saw. Mm-hmm. On TMZ, and mm. apparently it's just fake, fake, I'm fake, really fake, fake, fake. I'm really confused. Like, I'm, how did the Daily Mail pick it up? Who, who is to are blame? Are we sure Canada even exists? Is this a very good question, dude? Good Vancouver point. doesn't that even was sound the first, like a real. That was place. the first moment the first we should have questioned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. That's oh, uh, so. Yeah. It says, it says the Daily Mail. I just imagine we joke some, about spreading fake news, but we actually did it. We we did. There's like there's oh. like a, I did a reel on it. Like uh, of you talking about it, or somebody talking about the the whole segment. So there's like that's going to be up forever. <laughs> it's going to be us looking like uh, doofuses because it's not well, real. It it isn't real, but I think the archetype is real. Yeah. Ollie London is real. That's for sure. Yep. And yep. thankfully, he's still alive to warn about the risks. Yep. I also have something new I want to introduce, which is uh, the internet is in fact awesome sometimes. So you guys this need to great. watch this. You guys are going to laugh. Hold please. Unfollow Joe Alwyn on Instagram. Donald, I did that weeks ago, right when TMZ broke the story. I've been trying to limit my screen time, Barack. I never followed Joe. I knew he was trouble when he walked into Taylor's life. Thank you for all the support, guys. Gigi and I are about to have an epic hot girl summer. And Joe's about to have a cruel one, am I right? Girl, I saw you and Gigi slay in New York yesterday. You were looking fab. My girl was dressed for revenge. Let's leave it at that. I like the Discord chime. Now we just ruin that bitch, Selena. Gigi what? She stole my baby daddy Taylor. You think that's okay? Please don't make me choose sides here. Gigi, you're talking reckless bringing up Queen Selena like that. Do not push your luck. Taylor, what if you unfollowed her on Insta? That would really send a message. You can't be serious, Gigi. It's really not that deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save me the spiel. I knew you weren't a real one. That's your cue, Barack. Say less, Donald. I don't want to get copyrighted. Um, (laughs) Incredible. So I thought that when she said Gigi, she was talking about... um, from Paris. Well, I, I thought yeah. she was talking about um, Zizek. No, Hadid, right? <laughs> yeah, Hadid. she was talking about Gigi. Too many Gigi's. The, the Donald Trump voice is really good. In the, like, he's got such a great voice to parody in these things. I, I, I Let's just, leave it at so, that. Uh, Serge and I were talking about how this is a trend, that Gen Z is so screwed that they can't just listen to like a regular like fake voices like that. They have to it have, have gameplay yeah, or has to have satisfying random Minecraft. Honeycombs getting crushed, or, or you or, know the popular one is just like people in GTA driving cars yeah. off giant Someone ramps, like skinning yeah. a cucumber. Yeah, like. yeah. it's like uh, you know I used to tease Something my little like brother that, that pimple uh, popping videos. Oh, underneath. what did I say? He's like mul- not multi-screening, but I used to tease my brother for it because he'd have like YouTube on his phone open, the Xbox and the TV all at once, and I'm like, dude, you can't even pay attention to any of these things. Yeah. Like, yeah. pick one, you know. I had that at one point. There was a time when it was like uh, movie television show video game and then a computer and, and then, yeah well that's why you know direct tv a while ago came out with where you can watch like multiple nfl games at the same time yeah and it's just like you can you only watch them one at a time realistically yeah. that's Multitasking why asking is a myth that's why the one and then nfl red zone came out where they will jump to the game of whatever team's about to score yep. and it's like you know they did it right because they're like you know you're a human you can really only focus on one thing at a time even mm-hmm. people like i forget what they say, but multitasking doesn't really exist. 
you know, no. like intense multitasking. Like you switching can, from tasks or switching your attention quickly exists, but doing multiple things memory. at once, paying multiple attentions at once. I don't. I'm right. not convinced that that's possible. Right. I'm. Um, uh, uh, I'm also excited for the cringe of the day. We've got cringe. Yes, we do. All right. Here we go. I haven't watched. That this wasn't. One yet. That wasn't the cringe. That of wasn't the day? cringe of oh, the day. Okay. Mm. Though somebody said it was cringe. You don't want me to look at color. You got to move over here. He's literally choking. Wait, uh, those Disney character happened. meal what bills happened? are no joke. Yes. Disney itself is a place of dreams and debt. Disney can be an easy five to ten k, <laughs> depending yeah. on how big your family is and what you want to do there. But it's worth the experience at least once. Questionable. Wait, wait, was that the cringe of the day? That was his. That was his meal bill. It was his. He, was, he, was he literally almost his, went into cardiac arrest because he saw how much it was going to cost. I do also have this one, guys. This, this is was funny. I this one's from uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, which is called Darwin Awards. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh, bro. Wait, what happened? He he was riding with no wheel on the front axle and, and, oh, and just I thought he was cr- doing a wheelie. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was and then he and then he screwed it up. We do also have cute of the day, guys. I do have uh, several from people today, but we're going to start with a cute of the day from Keanu yes. Reeves. Um, Mary's usually the one who's anti. Ha- I don't like the whole like Keanu Reeves good guy meme, whatever, cuz yeah. you never know what a celebrity is like and yeah there, but for all the dirt celebrities too for all the dirt that's so <laughs> public he does a really good job if there is dirt of keeping it private True. here we go that's your big fan what's your name noah my name is noah hi noah i'm keanu you're probably my favorite actor in the whole world oh my gosh noah best. thank you did you see duke kaboom in Toy Story 4? Yeah, he's my favorite character. Canada's greatest stuntman. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. I really liked playing Duke I like. Nice. I was like, because when I'm seeing it, I'm thinking like, is his favorite character John Wick? Is that kid tiny? Like, is that, <laughs> is that kid watching Wick take headshots from like 50 feet away? It's his favorite actor in the whole world. It's his so. favorite actor in the whole yes. world. Yes. Keanu, like, and he's like, he handles that situation so well. That type of situation would be so unbelievably awkward for me, like um, to be like to to, to meet, have someone like. Like I, I okay, I compliment never compliment you. Like yeah, I, I hate compliments. I do, but like like uh, like when we would go to to skate contests and stuff like that, if somebody recognized you, always made not uncomfortable, but it's like it's like there's a like dead has, air there. He has practice yeah. though, man. You know this isn't you know he was he probably felt that way after the Matrix got big, and then but, somebody and then somebody points out that like he's organic and Pedro Pascal is uh, the establishment good guy. Pedro Pascal, uh, yeah, yeah, he's. I, I'm not convinced that he's a, a good guy. He's not. All right, and I do have a couple hashtag PCC pets. This first one is from. Uh, Are you still falling for it on Twitter? Uh, it says this is Domino. She is the goodest girl, and I like that picture a lot. Domino looks very happy in that. Is that a sombrero? I love the, uh, the get up. Yes. Is that cultural appropriation? I have. Can it's a dog? Cinco de Mayo. Can a dog uh, culturally appropriate? I have no idea. I think so. All right, we got a couple more here. All right, this one is from Big Dave. He says, Dodger in the brown coat, Finnegan in the gray and white, and the newest addition is Frankie the French Bulldog. They will not leave me alone after I barbecue. I like Frankie. The name Can you make that bigger? Yeah. Yes. That is Frankie. Adorable. They're also in formation. Yes. It's adorable. That's awesome. 
I'm loving having people send in pictures of pets. I'm waiting for like the first like exotic pet that you, I don't we know if you've a, shown any. We had a yeah a ferret. ferret the other Ferret's cool. So are there any people with of, like birds or snakes? I think or... you guys should get a chameleon in here, a panther chameleon. We should. Yeah, because it won't bother you. It doesn't make noise, uh... and you're not really supposed to handle them anyway. So he'll just chill, and every once in a while, I'll be like, "Oh, there he is," and he'll blend in with the green and pink lights. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like a class pet. Yeah, so we this send is, the guest home with mascot, it. Pop culture mascot. This is Winnie. Yeah. This is Winnie from Summer Solstice on Twitter. Uh, it's a it's a pit bull mix, and I like this picture a lot. That is an adorable. I, picture. I right do there. not oh. endorse. Okay, uh, so she's always happy when she's in the woods or soaking up the sun. That's very cute. Aww. All right, and one more. This is a chi, uh, uh, Chinchu, the white terrier. It's like a marshmallow. Yes, with eyes. <laughs> it's like, like a little teddy bear. How are bear. you real? <laughs> no audio on this one. Oh, I heard. No, there yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there it is. Vicious. I like how her tail like like <laughs> folds up against her like along her back and wiggles. <laughs> it's adorable. All right, That's guys. Uh, if you guys are ready, now that we've done that, we can get right started. Are you ready I to get going? We, oh, we're, 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 I we're, thought we were starting. I mean, we've started the start of the show, but the start of we the show has really become its own. We don't talk about anything. We, yeah. just, we oh. have a variety show yeah. at the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to get started then, guys. So uh, Warner Brothers, uh, not Warner Brothers Discovery, just Warner Brothers, the company, is celebrating its centennial, its 100th anniversary, and they've decided to celebrate by shooting themselves in the foot by remaking a bunch of classic films with woke content and that's there this is actually one of the rare times where that word is 110 percent applicable here yeah. because it's literally being run through their dei department their dei inclusion team unveiled plans for a short film series that reimagines the studio's iconic films through a diverse and inclusive lens it's the definition of woke six filmmakers have been selected <sighs> to develop and shoot 20-minute short film adaptations bringing a modern lens to the classic warner brothers titles a Star is Born, The Adventures of Robin Hood, Calamity Jane, Jack and the Beanstalk, The Prince and the Pauper, and Rebel Without a Cause. Yep. With representative casting, storytelling, and narrative. What does that even mean? They're all going to be a trans. They're all going to be in wheelchairs. They're all going to be indigenous. Given how they make it now, Robin Hood's probably going to steal from the poor and give it to the government there now because they love yes. uh, they, they love to be bootlickers. This, this is just more, you know, a, a lot of times in the show I've said there's a lack of creativity in, in our current generation. I, I, I take that back. It's a lazy creativity because what we're seeing is, and like a lot of times you'll see this in video games nowadays where it's obvious that it's just like <laughs> the maps that they make for you to run around in are just copy and pasted. Very yeah. generic. No one actually spent time to really think about it and sit down and truly design it from the ground up. And I think we're seeing this in stuff like this, right? It's easier, it's cheaper to make 20 short films, slightly change things so people will be interested in it, than actually investing and taking a chance on a new story. Yeah. It's I way cheaper, it's a safer bet. That's actually something that I was reading in an article today. We might actually talk about that tomorrow. That it's just safer what they're doing. They're not willing to take the risks. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just the, the DEI is like, you, you know you're gonna get at least some money, you're gonna get some viewership, right, by doing that. But it's not just about like the risk taking. It's not just making it for a modern audience. They're afraid to tell new stories. Well, they're gonna get money from it, but not from viewership, but from BlackRock oh, and I know. the corporate equality I know. In index. Warner Brothers and has a higher ESG the score ESG than ESG scores that, do, that do get them yeah. money from hedge funds, which yeah. bails them out every time that the consumer dollar is not enough. And this announcement confused me, firstly because 
A Star is Born. That's new, right? Is new. And it was a remake of a 1954 movie with Judy Garland. So it was already a remake from the beginning. So you're remaking a a remake. remake to make it woke. Which yeah. was already successful that in like 2018, and then Robin Hood is also getting remade in a show on the CW that's coming out this year, and it's going to be a woke shit show. We yes. know this already. We covered it. She's in a hip hop group. It's Robin Hood with a Y. It's, it's a girl. Is it really? A, yeah, a black girl. Yeah. Robin Hood. Yes. But the, and that's just with the thing. Like, if you want to remake Robin Hood. Just cast a black act. Like, just cast the best actor or actress for the show. But you don't need mm-hmm. to be like, look at us. Look at us. Look how like Ra- well, Jamie woke we are. Your, Jamie your Fox. Jamie Fox was in the 2018 Robin Hood, but he didn't play Robin Hood. Yeah, I, I thought. What was it? The Dark Knight. I thought they did a good take on Robin without actually making it Robin. Um, oh, I'm thinking different, of different I'm thinking Robin. Of Batman and Robin. I'm oh. sorry. Different Robin. Um, but either way, they, either uh, way, the the show Warner Merlin. Bros. The show Merlin had a, a a young black actress play Guinevere, and I love that show. I love I love Merlin. It's so cheese. It's fantastic. Everyone yeah. should watch it. Why did David Zaslav okay this? I don't understand the thought process. I mean, because it's because it's good for Is the stock one? price. It, that's that's what's so frustrating. It's, it's like they're not mega full... corporations not only rely on the government to bail them out when there's a financial yeah. crisis when you know normal middle class people need that support but they also rely on private hedge fund investment to bail them out when they consistently give consumers products that they don't enjoy or support and when they inevitably have the the get woke go broke phenomenon happen to them they rely on these investors to make up the difference. It won't matter in And this it case will never matter what we want. Because these are going to be 20 minute short films. I don't even know where we'll end up seeing them, whether that's on Max or something It's just like all like the that. trash that they put on Disney Plus that no one watches. Uh, well, and and there's, there's, I see these trends where it's like one and done, you know, one season canceled, two seasons canceled. And you're seeing this over and over again from these streaming platforms. And you think they'd learn, you'd learn something from your mistakes and what you've tried in the past, but they don't. They don't learn. They continue to make the same dumb mistakes. Clef the Misfit. That says, uh, <laughs> Calamity, Janiqua, Jack and the Leanstock, oh A God. Star is Oppressed, The Reparations oh of Robin Hood, Rebel Without a Gender. <laughs> And the prince and the proletariat. All of those oh, are. are yeah. I, I especially I would watch like Jack and, the <laughs> uh, Jack and the Lean Stock. Sounds like something they would have made in 1998, and like it would have had Snoop Dogg in it. I feel like that Amazing. should be a uh, rap album name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> be really good. Like there, there was a there was a 1998 movie with Snoop Dogg called Bones. Really? Like, yeah, we should. We should. Did you ever watch Mac and Devin go to high school? I think mm-hmm. it was. That's uh, Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg. Amazing. Yeah, it's Amazing. pretty good. I hate this corporate robot speak. We are thrilled to empower talented filmmakers to create a modern and diverse reimagining of these iconic productions as both a tribute to the original work and as a mechanism to remind us of the power we have to tell stories and depict people in an inclusive and fulsome manner. I hate these people. Chief Diversity, me. Equity, and Inclusion Officer at Warner Brothers Discovery, Karen. by the way. Oh Her name's Karen. How much do you make? Of course make? it is. I think it's a man. I Asif was, Sadiq. It's, oh, oh it's was, not Karen. There's another one that was a Karen. There's a there's a Karen in here. There's a Karen in here somewhere. Uh, the features filmmakers were selected by DEI industry veterans. How long has it been around that there's already industry veterans in the in the diversity, inclusion, and equity die industry? Well, a lot of people think that 
DEI and ESG is a sort of a new thing, but it's just new names that are for the same thing that's been around Sen- for a while now. Senior Vice President of DEI North America, Karen Horn. Karen. In collaboration. Literally with the Karen that runs the world. Yep. But, and, and okay, I just wanted to shout out a, a tweet I saw um, talking about the Longhouse. And <laughs> I, Andrea Mew has... Uh, made an article about this before explaining it. I hope you read that on Evie. But this, like, really put it perfectly. Some have asked, what is the longhouse? Well, here you go. The ubiquitous spirit of female school marms avatared by behind-the-scenes creatures such as this in every industry. Producers, editors, HR, ensuring the three great neo-virtues are always and everywhere enshrined. Tolerance, non-offensiveness, and above all, the equity-oriented transfer of all value, material and immaterial, from those who have to those who have not, until total homogeneity is achieved. The last word is key to understanding the telos here. Total flatness, total sameness. A woman's instinct to love and provide for all her children equally with a bit of favoritism for the freakish deformed one who can't read or do basic math overlaid onto all of society. That's what this is. That's Karen Horn. Yep. That's where we're going. What was that from? Uh, it's just a tweet thread I saw today. Oh, okay. They want everyone. They 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 live in this utopian fantasy that we will one day all be exactly equal as long as they take from everyone else quick, like for a long enough period of time, it will be pushed down to everyone who doesn't have, and somehow they will all magically, you know, do exactly what they need to do with each of those opportunities, and we we'll all end up the same. Super chat right. from Shane H. Wilder: A Star Is Born is a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake. Lady Gaga in 2018, Barbara Streisand in 1976, Judy yep. Garland in 1954, and the original with Janet Gaynor and Frederick March in 1937. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And I'm and, sure and, with and, each iteration, it gets sanitized from the last one. And that's the most upsetting part is like, you can make good movies. Not everyone liked um, Nope from Jordan Peele, the alien movie, yep. but you can make movies with a, a diverse cast. And and sure, they can be then... original and they can be good, but these like that's the most upsetting part is you're just taking stuff that wasn't yours, dude, and you just tweaking a few casting decisions we is a, not impressive. Got a super chat from uh, who is this? Nate Garland. Nate Garland. Maybe he's related to Judy Garland. I am Robin, place of disenfranchised minorities, <laughs> Shive, who steals uh. from the middle class and gives to the state. Together with my very merry men and women and others, we will protect diversity for the greater good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for um, the second also, crisis like, party. Remember, not, remember, we don't just have the Lost Boys now. We have the Lost Boys and the Girls. The Lost Days. I, the lost days. Not your to, pixie uh... said, Brett, since you hate compliments, your enthusiasm and voice are keeping me from chores. Damn you. I... Thank you. I, I think the, I, that gravelly, the gravelly I, I, tenors. My 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 enthusiasm is not very high today, but that's because I can barely breathe. It's yes. fantastic. <laughs> so. Also, uh, but I, you know what? I hate I hate the trope that men do nothing but complain when they get sick. Well, I think that trope exists because they more, wait dude. until they're actually deathly really, ill yeah. to complain. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, now would be a perfect time to talk about friggin' Andrew <laughs> Tate, but that's what I'm saying, Brett. Oh God. Keep going. 
I, oh. I, I, I muted myself there, so we should be fine. We oh. need cough buttons on the show. <laughs> yep. Um, no, but yeah, man. You know, I know the fans love you, but you got to take care of. Uh, got to take care of yourself. Uh, I, you know? uh, creative juice in the chat says, "Crisis parties suck without audio." Oh yeah. Well, we have a really good one that I helped. Uh, <laughs> I, I I barely helped Brett, but I did help you. Gave you gave me no. You bit. gave me the idea for the Alec Baldwin one. That's gonna be. We fantastic have an Alec Baldwin one. one. That's just. I love that. Okay. I mean, I could. I could is it from the... his voicemail to his twelve-year-old yes. daughter? Yeah. Oh yes, I love this. Okay, no, I love that, it already. It's it's mixed with him and the one of Mel Gibson yelling at his amazing. wife. It's, uh, amazing. Amazing. And then the one that I the... hopefully no n words were. Did it not? Wait, what's wrong? You no, you're pro- you're just. Are you muted? We're, we're probably picking you up over okay. here. Yeah, you're, I, I muted myself. You'd have been picking it up on other microphones. Um, I like I made those, but like I, I did start to feel a bit like I was torturing everyone in a way that wasn't necessarily fun for anyone but me. <laughs> Um, I could turn the audio back up right now. Torturing people was the fun part. I mean, it is, but maybe I'm just being a bit uh, wishy-washy right now because I don't feel great. So you know, that's okay. Um, look. I, I have a. I do have a question. Is Robin Hood a communist? Um, the answer is no. No. Why not? The answer is no. Uh, because he does. I mean, he's just a robber. Yes. Uh, like, I asked. I, I was, are I was all burglars up, communists? Yeah, but, but no, because they keep it for themselves. There's yeah. A, there's no. He this is to keep it for himself. Here's the, here's well, one of my. Everyone spends money, and therefore you're distributing it throughout yeah. society says, yeah, uh, he never doing. sought to this is a fantastic explanation that makes me laugh it's from somebody on quora who did who did who uh lists themselves as a quote get this young libertarian <laughs> socialist anarchist i don't know how one is both a libertarian and a socialist but it you can is be anything you want these days yes it says robin hood at least according to the legends and stories robbed from the rich and gave to the poor which basically translates to robbing noblemen and merchants and giving his I prizes think... away but if he was a communist then, and then somebody says if he was a communist then so were the founding fathers of the united states who rebelled against the government because of unfair taxes which they thought the local citizens should keep so i think what they mean by libertarian socialist is he's working for himself to do socialist things that's and that's horrible. what makes him libertarian he was uh robin hood is absolutely what if robin hood went to a bernie rally to oh. steal his money to steal his million dollars because he's a famous author now <laughs> he could borrow like he could he could go shoot arrows at one of his three houses what if robin hood had squatters rights at one of bernie's houses he was just he would he, like rent an airbnb yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't leave yeah exactly <laughs> and if he was stealing people's he was stealing from the rich meaning that the the government you know and giving it back to the people then he's my hero he's a tax hero i wonder if aoc has beachfront properties probably she has a tesla that she parks illegally Oh yeah. Do you yeah. know this from from personal witnessing? Um, no, but I've heard that that's the case. That's that the the word she likes on the street. To, she likes to park it wherever she wants. But have, then again, it's New York, so why are you even driving around in New York anyway? I have one more thing that I want to talk about real quick, and that's Steven Spielberg. This was a very interesting article where Steven Spielberg says that he regrets editing out guns from E.T. for the 20th anniversary edition, says that they shouldn't be going back and changing products retroactively. 
Uh, well, it's too late now. It's way too late now. But what's funny about this is... I didn't know is, that he did that. Yeah, so what, what's funny about this, I'm going to read you his quote. He says, that was a mistake, Spielberg says. I never should have done that. E.T. is a product of its era. No film should be revised based on the lenses we are in, we are in now, either voluntarily or being forced through peer pressure. Here's the thing. He says that, like, cops... What he did is they edited out a scene where the cops chase with guns, chase a kid with guns, and replaces the guns with walkie-talkies. That's not that's not updating for the modern era. You're just lying. He yeah. would they would do the same now. Yeah, they would. Their procedure wouldn't be any different. So in a lot of ways, what he's saying is that they're less honest now, for the sake of political correctness. Well, from what I can remember, ET was talking about government tyranny in a way. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want to show that accurately and what the threat behind it is? I don't it's know. I thought that violence, was a pretty appropriate right? response by the the government and police officers. I mean, there's a freaking alien I'm in just a saying the, residential the neighborhood. The message that it attempted to Well, yeah, because it was a kid's best push. friend and, and yes, everything. And this but. is an extension. I agree. I mean, this is an extension of what they were saying in those DEI in that in Andre Mew's article, which is that they want to turn all art into a shapeless block that has no content well, the, at all that has gun, no actual center has no heart the gun thing's more nefarious than that i get that for general like you know most of what we're seeing now but the gun thing i mean they don't want they think that they show a gun in a movie and people are like oh my god i love guns now and it's just not the case it's just it's a it's a tool yeah. that people you see in your everyday life will use have used like, I don't understand why they're trying to lie about what reality is. Police officers carry guns. And you better believe they're going to be holding those guns if there's an alien yep. that they're chasing. Yep. You know? It's not going to be a little cute. Yeah, but Hollywood is, Hollywood is notoriously bad with ho not understanding how these things work. My favorite is when they do shoot That's to true. injure, which is not a real thing in the real world. They don't shoot to injure. Yeah, why didn't you shoot him in the pinky? Or the, right. Yeah, why didn't you shoot him in the right why didn't you tendon? Yeah, why don't you shoot his gun out of his hand? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but also shoot shoot the tires which is like if, if you've ever been in a car and held a cut like uh, go and get into a car with like a coffee cup filled close to the top and then you you start to realize mm -hmm. how much that car actually moves of course up and down so saying shoot the tires is not actually it's a tough. realistic yeah. uh idea not to mention you don't want to just be firing rounds off as you're driving through streets it's exactly it's very dangerous like i one of the, like one thing that really i think we ended up talking about it when pellegrino was here it's like i was like i watch how bad they are at handling guns and not understanding any of the basic principles of firearm safety mm -hmm. and then you wonder why they are the way they are right like uh, then you like oh well it makes sense that they're scared of them because yeah. they don't go out of their way to understand them no not even way, remotely not like, even remotely it's uh, so he says uh, nobody should ever attempt to take the chocolate out of Willy Wonka ever Spielberg joked he added on a more serious what? note for me it's sac sacrosanct <laughs> it's our history it's our cultural heritage I do not believe in censorship in that way I wonder what he actually believes censorship is okay yeah, I was for. just gonna say you know yeah. He's trying to downplay what he did, and I don't want to be too critical because good. I'm glad he's kind of, he's kind not, of he's senses. barely pushing back, but he should have just been completely be like, yo, 2020 was freaking crazy, right? You know, you had a mob, an internet mob should or a just physical admit, mob. Like, I was afraid. Just, yeah. I was afraid for my career. Yeah, and so you, I made a move that was wrong. Exactly. And it was selfish. Exactly. Not 
altruistic. And he's he's really being disingenuous like, here. Like, take accountability for what your motivations were at the time. Here's what the rest of the quote is. It says, E.T. was a film I was sensitive to the fact that federal agents were approaching kids with firearms exposed, and I thought I would change the guns into walkie-talkies. Years went by, and I changed my own views. Spielberg continued, I should have never messed with the archives of my own work. I don't recommend anyone do that. All our movies are a kind of si- uh, signpost of where we uh, of where we were when we made them, what the world was like when, uh, and what the world was receiving when we got those stories out there. So I really regret having that out there, <clears throat> which is what they want. What they want is a world where in 20 years, all movies will be so homogenous, you won't even be able to tell when they were made because they're all going to have the same bland, politically yep. correct, completely docile tone. Yep. Uh, I I would remake E.T. and I'd replace the cops with like a couple Apache helicopters, maybe a couple M1 Abrams and just, you know, send the full force of the military the after E.T. City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole armada is going to, we, need to, we need to have a, go through a trend where they go through and make it worse. Sorry, we're messed up. They, what do you think of Charlotte's Web on that note? What about Charlotte's Web? Um, like I enjoyed the movie like what? when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in probably a decade. I guess somewhat, somewhat similar uh, ethical question. Like, should... should uh, what 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 Just, was the pig's name? Oh my goodness! Don't remember. It was something. Also, I don't know. Remember don't that remember. this is yeah, the like, same. Was it right to to want to kill the pig? Just remember You're this on a is farm, the so yes. This is the same director who wouldn't put subtitles in West Side Story because we should just all know Spanish, remember? He's he's not based. He's not in any way. I don't mind that. Wait, though. what did he say I don't again? mind that. I think it is on the audience to understand what they're watching. Wait, what did he say? Yes. No. Yes, it is. Through subtitles? Dude, I don't want someone to dumb something down for Wait, me. Wait, no. What did he say? He, did he, he say? wouldn't. When, when they spoke Spanish in West Side Story, in the West Side Story remake, he refused to put English subtitles on the screen because he, I guess you're How just. How much Spanish was there? I, I didn't see it. West Side, uh, there was a fair amount, but it wasn't like wasn't crazy. I mean, because you have um, was her name Maria, right? Maria. It it does not matter. You want as many people as possible to understand that movie. I mean, are you gonna watch? I disagree because this this without subtitles because no, because I like I'm not a Korean speaker, so I haven't watched that movie to be honest. Like I, I, and I think like a good example of dark is when you try to watch it dubbed over in English it completely ruins the show I was literally watching Dark dubbed over yesterday it completely ruins the show <laughs> like I'm sorry but like if you want to maintain good art like but we always talk about it does not ruin the show it's just another way First of catering all, to an is, audience this is mass marketed Hollywood How art which is barely counts as art these days not well West Side we're talking about West Side Story which was what 20, 80? Just another one woke, West Side Story it was just oh, woke it's the new remake. one yes yeah. okay mm. he wouldn't put mm. Spanish subtitles in the movie because he felt that it was uh that the the white people should just they're used to getting their way and you know you should just you shouldn't just um kowtow to them <laughs> but it's a movie you release in a majority white country that a lot of them might not speak the language if you want to reach as many people as possible they have to be able to understand but what the that, hell you're saying is that the goal is the goal to reach as many possible reach as many people or is it to create a really good piece of art what what like what are we what's his goal what is steven spiel should he try to create the best thing i don't buy create? for a second that that excuse he just gave you is because he wants to what make good this, art it's what, woke what virtue does signaling. subtitles have to do with because, the quality of the art because basically without the subtitles you wouldn't be able to under 
as an English speaker, as an American, right, you wouldn't understand the Spanish being spoken. So you wouldn't yes. understand the scene without subtitles. Yes. But and it's I'm the same tough. scene whether you have subtitles or not. Correct. It and doesn't I, degrade the quality exactly. of the art to put si subtitles I on think it. it I, well, I'm saying that decision, if he didn't want to put subtitles on it, whatever. He didn't tough. do it for art reasons. He did it for social justice reasons. Maybe. No, his, his, I love how much of a contrarian you are, Kellen. I'm you're, just, you're great. No, you're great that, at this. That, this is something like you got to pick and choose your battles. Well, at least you're wrong with conviction. Upset of like... <laughs> I would not care if like there are shows I can't think of any off the top of my head where there's been Spanish scenes and they don't include subtitles. You know what? Let's they catch don't. up on some super chats. No, keep going because I'm looking up this quote. Hold on. You're keep, right. keep making your contrarian point. I, I'm just saying like it, it's honestly as an English speaker, as an American, every other country in this world knows English. And we're like sure. one of the, you know, when you're born yeah, but in we're America. Not watch we're watching it here in America. Okay. And it was marketed you, mainly to Americans. And okay, so that's on Steven Spielberg. But I'm saying that the actual just idea of like if you're an, if Steven you're someone Steven Spielberg refused to subtitle Spanish in West Side Story for the important reason the director didn't want to give English the power over the okay, Spanish. Okay, that is stupid. Kick rocks, douche canoe. That Fuck that's off. a stupid reason. Like, but what if, if he okay, was what just if he like put Spanish subtitles on all of the English? I'd say no. On all the English, scenes. I'd say no. Also, no. I mean, I would be fine with them doing that for that. for showings. Yeah, like if they if they if we're supposed to expect that the people who are living here don't speak <clears throat> English yet, uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't. I think that that's if I went to offensive. If I went to a, a foreign country, I wouldn't expect there to be subtitles in my language. I Correct. do because uh, English is is the world dominating language now. Is it? Is it still the number one spoken? Yeah. I'm not sure. But the point is, I'm not. But we're not in another country. We're in America, sure. where the subtitles make sense. English to have. only, USA. Yeah, sure. English only, I'm just USA. Saying, like, I wouldn't want Spanish subtitles. <laughs> I wouldn't want English subtitles. If that's like, it's the same kind of sentiment for me. Yeah. You know, it's just let the scene, let the people speak in the scene. I don't need, you know. And if I want to get, if I want to learn more about the scene, there are varying, and I want to understand it more, then I'll look up the words in Spanish. There are varying levels of attention that I want to pay to something I'm watching at different times. Yeah. Sure. So if I don't want to pay as much attention, I'd rather have it dubbed. I and I watch everything with subtitles on because I can't hear. So no, you're matter. just a you're yeah. just a zoomer with no attention span. That too. Yep. Okay, we've got super chats right, to catch up on. Let's do it. Alex making beds and writing novel on the side said, you need to take care of yourselves. I need my PCC. Well, I'm sorry, but those those interests are in conflict right now. <laughs> it's, yes, we're struggling. <laughs> Ryle Kittenhouse said, getting new tires, I get to watch live. Excellent. Thank you for being here. Araftas Ostet said, it's kind of funny that these big companies keep seeing mistakes made by their competitors, but turn around and make the same mistakes. Get woke, go broke, am I right? Reminds me of when... It's not mistakes, though. At one purpose. point, Marvel was the super woke comic brand, and it was awful, and DC was more... Was more tolerable the comics not the movies and then dc just went off the deep end with theirs so it made no sense irishima otaru said people are too emotion driven for it to not be cheating thoughts i mean cheating isn't really about emotions it's about like an objective definition of what constitutes an exclusive relationship and there was a 20 dollar one there from cleft the misfit but we 
that just came in. Oh, oh, Clef the Misfit said, every other country knows English. Kellen, I demand you come to Miami and find out how wrong you are. This is an American city and almost no one here speaks English. You think they speak English in Latin America? Yes, I do think so. I think every, I think obviously there's no rule that applies to everyone perfectly. But if you took the average person out of Latin America, they'd understand more English than if you took the average American they wouldn't know Spanish, right? The average American knows less Spanish than the average Latin American True. knows English. Yeah, that I mean, was like, my point. That's for a reason. But also, like that was like when I when I tr like because like, America's that, better, yeah. bitch. America. We ex we export, <laughs> we export, right? Yes. Um, Sorry, <laughs> I, re I remember that's like uh, being in, toxic today. In Spain, a lot of them they could read and write English, but they couldn't speak it. Mm -hmm. So really, yeah. That's, I mean, pretty much the rest of the globe has like way yeah. more grasp like bilingualism yeah. than, than we do that's because so. we're over here being awesome sectored off from the rest of the world and those canadians are the french, the french canadians yeah. are farther out so there's this show, i forget what the show is called by apple but it's filmed in like multiple countries like in germany america somewhere uh in latin america and each like scene that it's filmed in those places it's in that native language i think it does have subtitles but i think that is amazing in terms of a piece of art it's unique if you live it's... in america and you release a movie that has a large chunk of it spoken in a foreign language and then you wonder why nobody <laughs> wants to see your movie because they could only understand half of the discussion i hope your art keeps you warm at night it's like one of those well, it's like it people who actually like sat down and read game of thrones versus just watching the show those books are uh, how long and so if you actually spent the time also, and invested this, like, in it, he didn't spend it's a the money story. to make this movie. The studio spent the money. So he's, Listen, he's taking a yes, large stance on this. After you read the quote, yes, dumb Spielberg. Power over the Spanish. Anyway, <laughs> no tax, good tax said, does Mary just want us to get rid of all fictional television? Thoughts? I think you fundamentally misunderstood me. I want you to get rid of all of the sex scenes in fictional television. And guess what? You're not going to lose any of the plot if you do so. Um, everyone will be better off for it. David Tavares said, if Brett was married, would simping for other women be considered cheating? I, is that... The, the, well, Brett's not married. Yeah, so that's... Uh... I and I didn't even... eat breakfast today, so... <laughs> Sorry. Um... Well, I mean, it wouldn't it it would not be appreciated by it, the hypothetical wife. It wouldn't be very kind. Let's hold off on the rest, and we will come back after we get okay. through. Mary, tell us about the good doctor. Yes. So this clip resurfaced on Twitter uh, over the week, and uh, it's from the Good Doctor, one of their episodes from the first season back in 2018. It. Uh, features a transgender minor patient in the show uh, who identifies as a girl but is biologically male and they find out that this patient has testicular cancer. Um, and the protagonist of the show, Sean Murphy, is an autistic male who I guess doesn't know the social boundaries and accidentally points out the truth that this person is male. Um, so how about we just yep. watch the clip and uh, you'll you'll understand what we're talking about here. I, if we get, guys, if we get copyright on this, I might have to delete this out of the, the replay. Yeah, fair warning. Boy, I'm a girl. You're transgender? Yes. No, Quinn has XY chromosomes like Jared. It's a bummer because I love Christina Chang, like that you. actress. Science says he's male. No, what about Quinn the actor? has gender She's dysphoria. Her assigned gender is not the one she identifies with. She's mismatched, Dr. Murphy. But biologically... Other than biologically, how do you know you're supposed to be a boy? 
Your question doesn't make sense. I'm not supposed to be anything. Mm -hmm. I am a boy. Biologically, that's it. Okay, deep. Oh, nice excuse. Sure, you don't got an answer, so you fake this being wins. sick. Bernie's <laughs> point could be acute appendicitis. Is that the most important part? Um, well, keep, keep so. going. Keep Murphy, going. Get imaging to confirm. Hello. Do you wear dresses? Murphy, don't. Quinn is a boy who thinks he's a girl. I want to know why he thinks that. Sometimes I wear dresses, but sometimes I wear leggings. Do you like the color pink? <laughs> I'm more of a purple girl. Do you play with dolls? Since I was five, but I'm super into mermaids. Do you take dance? Murphy, 20 questions are up. I only asked four. Do you it wear perfume? Matter. ready, let's Do go. Do you always paint your nails? Let's go. Thoughts? So, uh, people are calling mm -hmm. this uh, incredible because it, it aged poorly what was meant to be yeah. a piece of propaganda in favor of child transition and minors' ability to assert their identity as the opposite gender is now very telling in the opposite direction. We can tell so, that the doctor here is just the one who's not hindered in his ability to tell the truth. I, I watched The Good Doctor. Um, I'm not caught up. I don't know if it's still airing, but I watched the first three or four seasons. So I remember this episode and I was surprised when it started making the rounds again because it's, it's a few years old. Yes. Definitely before, like, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was before the COVID. Yeah, before the COVID craziness and all that. So I think at the time it was honestly just honest commentary uh, about the issue. I don't know if it was as much propaganda because honestly the way the show and uh, This episode kind of ended up. It's like he was right. Well here p play the rest of the clip because I think that shows that this is actually a way that they're shaming or, Dude, or scolding you've got to him. Calling her a he. We're never going to win this competition if you're disrespecting our patient. Don't they have transgender people in Wyoming? Okay, transgender patient care was not part of my medical school curriculum. Was it part of yours? No. Quinn doesn't have appendicitis. He has testicular cancer. Wait, no, play the rest. She. Uh, so that look you're scolding I, that's his, the that's, character that's the care but that's the character's job but i think the bigger thing to take away is did your school did your medical school have transgender health care <clears throat> and even the the british dude was like no he was like no i'm making this up as i go along based on my ideology. and so i think beliefs. i think this was like an attempt to have an actual honest conversation at the trend they were seeing in the united states because it's like it doesn't matter in a medical setting you need, what matters is your biological sex. I mean, right? you're, you're giving it too much credit. I think uh, I, I want to read some reactions to this. One person quote tweeted it and said, the autistic white male is taught the nuances of the current political propaganda by a diverse cast of his enlightened betters. I think that's how it was intended to be watched. Um, I mean, even the way that... Uh, the transgender character says, how do you know you're supposed to be a boy? And then the female doctor looks to him like... Yeah, her face was the most annoying part yeah, of that whole how thing. do you sure. know? Got you. Gotcha, sure. bitch. I so mean, then, he's um, a doctor. The rest of them are just ideological tools. And, and another tweet said that later in the episode, it's revealed, the boy turns out to have testicular cancer. What is left unsaid is that it's likely due to the cross-sex hormones his Munchausen's by proxy mother fed him to ensure his testicles would not properly drop. So, but 
think about it this without Sean Murphy in as in the show as a character and pushing back <coughs> you could argue the doctors would have never found out that this person had testicular cancer right uh, I mean they were gonna do the same scan right they were all going on along with you said you're a girl so you're a girl and so it's had, appendicitis it's appendicitis right so yeah. I, I think uh, I mean it could it could just be a neutral take that the show took we'll never know it's unless never the writers neutral addressed it when it comes from Hollywood it's always in 2018 maybe that's what I'm saying. This was before all the craziness really was no, unleashed was, from no. the gates. No, it was, Transgenderism it, was started getting happening. peddled as an issue in like as early as 2012, if not earlier. Um, in Hollywood, though? Yeah, yeah, by the entertainment industry. So, I mean, I'm just reading one article from IndieWire that was released at the time analyzing the situation. They said hiring, uh, I think this, this actor's name is Sophie Gianna Moore. Um, at the time, <laughs> this was a minor now is an adult actor still transgender identified hiring gianna moore is just the latest smart casting move by a show that is set out to give better representation to marginalized people on screen when highmore who plays sean murphy a neurotypical actor was initially cast to play a surgeon who has autism and savant syndrome critics felt that an actor with autism should have had uh, should have been tapped despite Highmore's acclaimed portrayal. Since then, however, the show has continued with its diverse casting in all roles and even featured an actor with autism to play a patient who has autism. And they said that having Gianna Moore play the part lends specificity and accuracy to the role. The actress first came out as transgender at age 11 in a YouTube video. Oh. I went to look at that YouTube video, which was hyperlinked, and it is now unavailable. Really? <laughs> Including how she used talking about how she used puberty blockers which is the detail given to her character quinn as well and it's important that she is still a child in the show one who has been able to assert her own identity when many would write her feelings off as merely confused immaturity but now we know as this discourse has progressed that it is exactly that um the character quinn in the show even has a grandmother who is saying exactly that, that it's just a phase. And what the viewers are supposed to learn in their moral lesson from the show is that it's not a phase, mom. It's it's who I really am. Um, it's the emo music of <laughs> so it totally diagnosis. Yeah, exactly. And it, it totally is, in my opinion, meant to be shaming and scolding the autistic male for pointing out the truth yep. about, about this person's biological reality. So, I, I get it, but... The one line that's tripping me up in that clip is just he asked the other doctor, did your, did your medical school curriculum have transgender care? And if the show was truly trying to do what you did, that would have been a yes. We covered it. Instead, he said, no, we didn't. So I don't like that is the, the one that line that. is tripping me up. And it's just like that's why I almost like think it's a neutral take just to have an input on the conversation. They're not doing anything too crazy, but they are presenting both sides. I get that. I get what you're pointing out there. Um, but besides this, the show's pretty good. I thought it was an interesting uh, premise from the get go. You know, you have a, a savant as a doctor. He bet terrible bedside manner. But then he does, you know, because of this savant syndrome, he um He's like Dr. House in a way. Yeah. He's the only guy that can a, solve some of the stuff. There's an episode of House where like they, they think he's got Asperger's because he's such a bad person. And then and Cuddy goes yeah. Cuddy goes like hey House doesn't have Asperger's. It's a much simpler solution. 
he's a jerk. Like, <laughs> and it reminds me. Not all me, people who lack empathy are autistic. It, it also reminds me of an episode of House where they have the Pruitt Taylor Vince's character is like 600 pounds and they keep looking for causes of why he's sick related to the fact that he's fat as hell. And he ends up being lung cancer despite the fact that he never smoked in his life. Yeah. Hmm. So it's irony. A cruel mistress. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this scene was uh, meant to be received a certain way and is now being reinterpreted in a time when we have a lot more information available to us. Even in this short span of like four or five years, um, people are commenting saying, um, I, I love his response to the question, how do you know you were supposed to be a boy? And he's like, I just am. I never had to ask myself why I'm a girl or dwell on the fact. The fact is I'm a girl. There's no changing it even if I wanted to. It's stupid to constantly be wondering the why behind our very identity. People need to learn to accept who they are and embrace it. Um, that's not, I think, the message that was intended to be imbibed from the scene. I mean, it's just, it's... The scariest part is that it pushes, in a way, a, a bit of a narrative that a doctor is going to ignore. Like, it's scary to think that there are doctors in the real world that are going to ignore possible solutions to your problems because they're ideologically inclined yeah. and not I don't medically think, inclined. I don't think we have to worry about that yet. The mm -hmm. keyword is yet because the people growing up with this stuff are the people that will become future doctors. I think that any anyone that's a doctor right now that went through medical school, I think they've avoided kind of a lot of this nonsense um, but we will have to worry about our future doctors and our children's doctors because they're going to be people who might have transgender health care in medical school that they're going to, you know, that might be, I think that is a new course in certain schools. So <clears throat> I think we need to be careful. We need to tread lightly. And, you know, You're Ben also Shapiro said facts don't care about your feelings. Well, especially when it comes to medicine. Yeah. Doctors like a doctor doesn't need to care about your feelings. They need to make sure you don't die. I think healthy. that we should all start, um, pretending to have autism when people try to cancel us like oh sorry i don't, I don't know have, any better I, yeah i didn't know any better i'm um, pretty bad with eye contact let's go i'm bad with eye contact and i i don't register other humans emotions so yep. you sorry. know just i was thought, uh, thought you were male i was at the drive-thru today and the guy was just like he was freaking out because the card reader wouldn't boot up and i was just sitting there <laughs> i was like i don't want a small talk to this guy I was like, what am I going to say? Nice weather we're having. Oh, hate when the card reader broke. <laughs> yeah, but then, he, you know, he's just freaking. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's dude, it's cool. I'm just sitting. I'm chilling. You know, the reason they freak out is because there are like countless people who would freak out on them and have freaked out on them Maybe. for the same reason or less. So yeah. I can like see the PTSD flashback. Yeah, I was just sitting patiently and it, it was. I, I wish everyone wasn't in such a it. hurry all the time on another note. Yeah. It's hard not just to like be. how everyone's mad all the time, yeah. like you said. Is everyone really mad all the time? Yes. Seems like it. I think I think your phone makes you more mad. Like I find my phone doesn't make me mad, but it definitely affects my mood. Uh, I'm a lot happier when I'm in the real world. In fact, one of the, some of the rare like experiences where I do get frustrated is like when we're doing the show and we're talking about something that's particularly frustrating. But in general, if I'm out in the world, in the real world, I don't find that I'm all that angry of a person. It's just that we're being fed nonstop news and propaganda to make us mad all the time. That's true. And it's just like we've known since the 70s and 80s that like, the you know, News would get more viewers when there was a car chase or the reporting on a murder or, or you know, um, 
anything like that. So we know that negative news had like just more people are interested and tune into negative news and they do positive news. Like this is not yeah. a new phenomenon. The only thing that's new is the news is on our phones right in our pockets now, not at a TV that, that doesn't move. And a lot of people don't realize that like you, you, you become more invested in news that makes you angry because it feels somehow more important. Stories that are positive are by nature considered more frivolous. Right. Uh, that's why I follow so many of the propagandistic good news accounts on Instagram because they balance out the negative of the world. It's like yeah. this person uh, found a, a, a gazillion dollars on the ground and returned it to the person who, who lost it. And I love stories. Like well, that. You know, High trust society. It's like when Mr. Beast got the, uh, the waitress a car. Yep, and he got roasted for it. Well, he always he always gets in trouble for helping people for right. being a, a good person. Right, and mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Um, someone said they're off in the chat. Someone said they're off social media and happier because of it. And um, and I agree. I agree. Like I, I force myself to not even touch my phone when I get off work now, and it's it, it's helping. I'm like, I just, there's yeah. no point. I'm like, I'm not gaining anything because of it. Yeah. You know, the relationships and the friendships that I care about are are in person. I can go and you know visit those people. There's a lot of addiction to cell phones and to news and Twitter and Instagram and so in YouTube and all of these platforms. Right. I struggle with uh, doom scrolling all yeah. the time. Like yesterday was. Uh, a little bit bad because I, I wasn't feeling well, so I was just laying in bed. Scrolling and, yeah, and scrolling and scrolling. And, uh, Wasting precious wallowing time. Yeah. And even, uh, eventually I passed out because I wasn't feeling well. But <laughs> oh, Yeah, he couldn't get his Rex Kwando in because he was sick. Uh, yeah. Know? So, I mean, I, I mean, that is, I'll be fair to what Kellen's saying. That is probably as close to nuance as you're going to get in, uh, in, from Hollywood these days. That, that might be the closest year. Just the fact that they were able to point out the fact that it was not, it was a, it was a matter of his biological sex that caused the problem, thus bringing to light the complications that could arise from transgender care. Even that little bit of nuance is something I wouldn't expect from them today. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Not in, after 2020, we're never going to see anything remotely close to that. You can't yeah. even offer, like, the other You're other side of the argument not even all. allowed to mention it yeah <laughs> and anybody they did would be portrayed as stupid and evil <laughs> right? and and very uncultured in 2023 that would be the season finale and it would end with him losing his job or getting like executed by You're the right. state <laughs> oh, <dude. You're> like... <laughs> all right okay. all lethal right. injection time all right we got some social we got some social media we got some we got uh, some socialism some, we got that too <laughs> we've got some super chats mary Bullet Shepherd said, go for the gold. Kissing scenes are cheating, too. You wouldn't kiss another person. Not your SO outside of a movie. Don't do it at all. Um, Wait, what? what? Could you read go, it again? Go for the gold. Kissing scenes are cheating, too. You wouldn't kiss another person. Not your SO outside of a would movie. You have a, do would you have all. a serious, deep, emotional discussion about love with somebody who's not your significant other? Is that cheating? No. I agree. Or is it the physical guys, connection? This is the what I'm talking about. Like we don't understand what human nature is or what sexuality is, so we're all acting obtuse about it. Everyone knows that sex is different from every other human interaction and that it is more sacred than all of the other human interactions. Therefore, it is off the table. But they're not actually having sex in these scenes for the most part. Okay, but they're simulating sex for the purpose of pornographic material romantic material maybe no it's not i do rom-coms like a lot of times watch gangbang scenes in euphoria or something i don't well euphoria i specifically don't i I don't euphoria sex scenes are not about romance they're about shock factor they're it's at times mandated by studios 
Maybe. They are not... Of, they do not have any artistic integrity or meaning or value for the plot or anything. Nothing. It depends no on what the movie is. Any movie or show would need to have a sex scene. It's just like Tarantino. Said. Well, the, well, the super chat's not even talking about sex. They're talking about kissing. So yeah, saying, I, I, what I said is like sex is fundamentally different from all other human interactions, which includes kissing. Then we should treat it differently. It's like but, uh, men and I, okay, women are so different, so we treat them differently. I don't think they're having sex on camera, though. It's a, it's pretend. It's not real. Okay, but it's still you're simulating the human interaction of sex, which but, is but the one we're not, dealing though. with. But right I understand. Now. But at the end of the day, it is not that genuine connection that you're talking about. It is a simulation. Well, if anything, it's a it fake version of it. You're cheapening it, which is still wrong. Maybe. Maybe I'll agree with you there, but I don't think like they're not actually performing the act and therefore I don't think it's that big of a deal. Now that's being said, we're like, we're not talking about porn here. We're talking about movies and Hollywood that I are mean, PG-13. I at times, uh, honestly, the same thing, whether it's on Pornhub or on Netflix. It's never worth anything artistically, in my opinion. <laughs> Halls and the Kid said, I'm with Mary on the relationship topic. Allowing boundaries to be subjective has been insidious in the degradation of society. Moral decay is real. Thank you, Jessica. Stick it together. Uh, Andrew Jacobs said, lots of based podcasters and Bertman's wife are sick. Maybe it's the same disease. What if they found out how zero? to uh, transmit uh, virus through electrical connection <laughs> or internet? You said schizophrenic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll Jet replace Storm the good doctor. Thirty nine said, "Have you guys seen the new Transformers? Uh, what is this? Return like, of the Beast? Is I that what it was? Yeah, trailer. I'm so hyped to eat the planet. Eater. Rise of the Beast. Oh, Rise yeah. of the Beast. Eat the Planet Eater Unicorn and Pablo. Hashtag Pablo Gang. I know y'all won't get the Pob Gang. I haven't seen it yet. I I, I watched. There's the, a new one. There's a new trailer for it. Yeah, movie comes out in July. I saw the um, other one and yeah. I was like, I don't care. It seems like." <laughs> Planet of the Apes, but Transformers. I'm fine with it. Uh, I mean, I like I like Seems all the Transformers lame. movies. I, I I even like Bumblebee. So Seems lame as hell. Hmm. Ryan Cannell said, "Get well soon, y'all." Pup culture crisis. Hail. Yep. Patriot said, "Only Chihuahuas and uh, the Zolos can wear that outfit." The dog in the in the oh oh in the PCC. Yes. Do one more and then let's move on. Hiroshima Otaru said Robin Hood stole from the state Gave to the people Good He should Alright Let us move on Alright uh, We've got That's so racist That's so racist Yes <laughs> Recently An actress who was on That's so Raven um, I believe she's on Raven's home now Annalise Vanderpool Went on a podcast One of many uh, Talking about Her experiences On the show and she basically accused the showrunners of racism. Um, this podcast that she was on is run by an actress who was on Even Stevens. And I just want to say before anything, there is such an oversaturation of, of podcasts being made by former Disney and Nickelodeon stars talking about being on these shows. And it's like the least interesting thing ever. Yeah. Um, There's a $20 a, one right there. Yeah. One from Thousand Foot Deep End. It's already beginning Planned Parenthood gave, gave Steven Crowder birth control because the urine sample he provided triggered a positive pregnancy test. If a man's urine does that, it's a sign of testicular cancer. Is that right? 
Am I like? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, am I just like having a stroke? <laughs> I don't feel well, so I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> I think they're saying there's some. So wait, what? Whatever chemical triggers a pregnancy test, I think that chemical <laughs> signifies. I just wait. You might have cancer in your balls. Wait, why? Why is this being discussed? I think <laughs> I don't want to like spread rumors because it's a very serious thing. But I think this guy is saying what? Steven Crowder might be at risk for it. <laughs> I haven't heard that before. I'm not laughing at. I think, I think cancer. you're laughing just, at Crowder's balls. I think that's exactly what you're doing. I, I think we need to just start over. Okay, so. Annalise Vanderpool, who played Chelsea on That's a Raven, said that the showrunners were racist because they didn't consider Raven at first to be the lead of the show. They wanted her to be the sidekick. So let's just play the clip. There's a $20 from one. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm dying. He's so over it. <laughs> that just, Francisco that just Sanchez it. Jr. said... Um, <sighs> Gasper knows our <laughs> Christ, oh, Christ. is party. I'm so glad you're laughing at me. I need, uh, I need uh, something to wipe is, my tears off my awesome. face. This is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. You want me to read it, Mary? We yes. Should... Okay, Francisco <laughs> Sanchez Jr. Let's, let's restart the topic from the ver from the top. Well, we Mary. need to we, we need to read the super, super chat. chat. Uh, read the super chat. Helen. Gasper knows art movie <laughs> love had actual sex between the leads and it did nothing for me. Well, I'm sorry that you weren't aroused by that particular movie scene, but that is interesting that they actually had sexual intercourse between the actors okay, and actresses. Okay, so it's porn. So we covered that. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, I think you watched porn, dude. Let's start this topic from scratch, Mary. How about that? Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No. Sorry. I can't pull it together. You want me to do it? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know anything Listen. about that, so Raven, but I could try. Sorry. You can do it. So I have faith in you. Annalise Vanderpool played Chelsea on That's So Raven, and she recently went on a podcast where she accused the showrunners of racism because at first they did not uh, expect Raven Simone to be the lead. They cast her uh, as a sidekick <laughs> in the show. So. Let's play the clip of her on the podcast where she's explaining what went down. But basically... It's not a podcast. It's a podcast. A podcast. At the time, Raven wasn't the lead. She what? was the sidekick. Hold on. That's it's not on screen because I'm not... I, they're not sending their best today. I am Because the they're not sending their best at Pop Culture Crisis. They really aren't. When I went into audition, the show was called Absolutely Psychic. It wasn't called That's So Raven at all. And um, at the time, Raven wasn't the lead. She what? was the sidekick. That's what? <laughs> oh my God. They she what? Yes, but when they filmed, they realized that Raven was the funniest one. Mm -hmm. And I think that was... A, merita a meritocratic process got them a new lead? Just Holy play crap. a damn clip. Racism. Okay. They couldn't really see a black girl. Girl leading a show. You're lying! 
She's lying. They didn't and not initially. Yeah. They yeah. saw her as a sidekick. You don't want to see Brett when he's angry. I hate these people. These grace-baiting garbage people. So that really pissed go you off, off Brett. Brett. Yeah, go off. Well, it makes no sense. That's that's a huge logical fallacy. There's there's a gigantic leap to a show where she just simply wasn't supposed to be the lead to saying that it was because it's a bunch of clan hood wearing mother effers that are decided we can't. <laughs> yeah. like, like that that doesn't make any sense. And then rightfully they realized that Raven had what it took to be a lead and gave her that opportunity. So what's the problem? Where's the racism at? Yes. If they thought, oh, she has a lot of charisma, but she is black, so let's not give her a show. That would be that racism. would be racism. Not but... giving the person the actual show. I hate these people. I hate these people. Oh, so much. How do you uh, how do you do that metaphor? It's like uh, if you uh, if all every you have is, is a... if all you have is a hammer, every problem <laughs> is a have... nail. Okay, if all you have is. Uh, race baiting then every problem is racism yeah right um, it's literally the definition of meritocracy she went in she did the audition she wowed them I bet and they gave her the role it wasn't um it wasn't called this is a yeah. show for not white people or for white people starring one not white person not even to mention all of its predecessors on tv already that were all black cast family matters existed long before this moesha existed long before this Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel-Air existed long before this, you scumbags. Well, here's the thing. Everyone needs to be the great unifier. That's what it is. No one actually cares about stopping what's uh, the actual racism that might exist in today's world. People just want to seem noble and arrive on their horse. It's just insane to me that this clip came out and everyone who watched it just instantly bought into the narrative that she was pushing. They didn't question it at all. They were like, yeah, it was racism. Uh, you're right. And and just assumed that she had some insight into it that she did not have. Uh, Why wasn't it sexism? It, yeah. Why wasn't it sexism? Uh, it, it's totally arbitrary. Yeah. I bet that this woman, when she walks into her apartment, she like goes into her bathroom and like pulls back her shower curtain, expecting there to be racism there. Expecting there to be a, a clan member inside her shower because she sees racism everywhere. Yes. Like and now I'm what glad is the solution that for someone like I'm this? glad that everyone in the chat is listing the shows that prove this scumbag wrong. There are like too many examples to even name them all, but yeah. um, clearly this woman it's is such a logical. It's such a logical. The leap. early 2000s is it, it. It feels like a long time ago, but it was not that long ago. Nope. And the culture has not progressed in some immense way. Uh, if anything, we've regressed. Yeah. We have devolved into a worse state than we were in the early 2000s where we have to overthink it all the time. Would that so Raven or anything equivalent get made today? I don't think it would because it wouldn't have the charm and the innocence that it had in the early 2000s. Nope, not at all. And this stuff is just... I, I also think this this person's just a victim of being a... a a victim of the news cycle who this is what they're talking about now and if they were talking about sexism it would have been sexism if they were talking about uh ableism she would have called it ableism because uh raven was bl half blind or something like that she just makes it makes no sense it's and it's what we always talk about an original character and a new story and a new project that's not a remake it's not a reboot it's not a reimagined version that's race swapped this is exactly what we're asking for in this day and age, but they can't give it to us because we're too tragically, I guess, uh, self-aware mm -hmm. anymore to make something like that so Raven. It's yep. impossible.
Yep. But yeah, like Raven Baxter was an original character. Uh, I don't think could be made today. Yeah. They just. I can't. They could. They, they just could, won't. but they they're too. I think they're too mentally ill. Yeah. Like, I you know this woman has been taken over by the board. Well, it's also like this. She has uh, brain worms. It's also like just you know we're not getting new writers in Hollywood. At least if they if we are, we it's it's. I can't tell. Okay, at the time, Raven you know? wasn't the lead. Tons of people get cast in things where they're not the lead, and then they come to a more prominent role. Plus, in it's there. a Disney it's show. They're nothing to do always with... ensembles. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's a lot of good storytellers and bright young people that are good actors and actresses, and those people need to be given a shot. They need to be given a chance because. She says, "I think this it was racism so at a low level. Ridiculous. So it was, it was, a, it was a, red, it wasn't a red light situation of racism. It was a yellow light situation. Wait, wait, of play racism. the clip again. I don't think she did say that. I'm just reading what it says in this article. I don't think she did say a low level in the clip. Okay, unless it was edited out. What? But I, this is such a weird form of grifting where it's like, I, I was." on uh, a program that is fondly remembered from the 90s or 2000s and now i'm going to make a podcast where people pay me to siphon all of the the innocence and charm that it once had out of it and tell you the ugly story the ugly truth behind it the seedy underbelly of the studio i was working for when like we're already aware that nickelodeon has a, a horrible past we're already aware and present we're already aware that disney is an evil mega corporation you didn't need to reveal that to us we can just fondly remember the the shows that came from that time yeah it, it is a grift i mean but it also makes perfect sense because you know we we all know negative news is what sells best and so what's the most negative news you could report on right racism it's so abhorrent it's so terrible can't believe it still exists after everything that we've been through as a country well you start talking about that right and then all of a sudden you, you're seen as noble or anything you don't actually yeah. have to come up with unique or well thought out ideas you don't have to digest anything mentally you just you know come up with a memory and say racism and here's this you know? this actress talking about racism when she i'm sure has all of the inside details you can imagine about the actual evil things that were happening at Disney in that time and going forward that she could reveal to the public and that would be valuable for us to know. Right. But she chooses to grift instead and I just don't respect that. And I I recently saw this story as well where um, Josh Peck um, and Tana Mojo were talking on his podcast and he, you know, briefly touched on his professional relationship with Dan Schneider, who we know is a PDF file, um, and just said, oh, he, I just remember him as a tough boss. And then he kind of just moved on from it and didn't say anything else. He said also that he recorded a, an entire episode of his podcast with Jeanette McCurdy interviewing her when her memoir came out where she was talking all about Dan Schneider. And it never came out. It, it never got released. I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's he said there's it was be, because Jeanette McCurdy said she didn't want it to get released. My theory is there's going to be why? something about Josh Peck that comes out that's very bad because look, everyone surrounding him are very bad. What David Dobrik? Uh, Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Dan well, Schneider. I mean, he was he was kind of on the outs with Drake Bell for a long time. Did you see that I'm there just, was like a thing in, but Drake in the Bell news was, today, like 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 
sucking on a helium balloon or something at the like Drake Bell. Yeah, was? Like it was. What did he do? I thought he got arrested. Yeah, I don't know. What did he do? Maybe I'm imagining it. I, I'm kind of hallucinating. So. <laughs> It was, it was, it was Dr- something like, Brett, okay. so, somebody took a picture of him in his car with like a balloon, like sucking on the air from a balloon, you know, like to get high. Oh, I think uh, I remember that. But, like, but they're saying that, they, like, I just saw something about that today. Like, he's spiraling after uh, he found out that his wife's divorcing him on Twitter. Him and Ben like Margera should uh, have They a should show do together. celebrity boxing. Celebrity and, death and match. Celebrity and the winner doesn't have to go to rehab. Wait, uh, is, is Drake Bell the, 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 the PDF file as well. I don't remember. Probably there were there were uh-huh. allegations okay. for sure. Sounds um, like a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he had a weird like a moment where he reinvented his career in Spain. Did, did he? <laughs> something like I don't I don't know. It was super weird that he was the guy when they did the live action. Um, not uh, Timmy Turner, the Fairly Odd p- Parents, and he yeah. is like dressed like a eight year old boy, but he's grown Drake Bell. He's like a grown ass <laughs> dude. I don't know if you ever watched yeah, the live action, but it was odd. it was weird. It was odd. I definitely have a vague memory of that, but I didn't watch it when yeah. it came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just it's just it's a sign of where our society is right now that we don't look for a different answer other than to go to the extreme possibility that it's something as bad as racism or some type. Dude, of, yeah. How do we know she even wanted to be the lead? I mean, I don't know if that's well, she really auditioned. The, she auditioned, but did, no, but did she? I'm, I'm saying she's yeah. putting For words. That. This this lady's putting words in the in the mouths, and, and she's ascribing intent to a good to something good that happened. Well, it's unconscious bias, Brett. So you don't even know you're doing it. You don't even know that you're racist, and you're racist. I can't even handle that in a normal day, let alone today. Um, yes, like it's just it, it just further proves that there's nothing you can do that will ever that will ever stand the test of time. Everything you do will be judged harshly because it will be looked at through some lame critical lens by some douche canoe who read Robin D'Angelo's book, got really, really sad and uh, embarrassed about the way they look and decided to try to apply this garbage to something even even the most positive of situations, which is that she applied for one job and got a better job because she was so good at or at what she does. Yep. I hate these people. And this is not Raven Simone's fault. This she is hasn't the, even clarified no, what no, she thinks she of this. No, not. So. so this is not her fault. This is this lady and her weirdness's fault. But she does have a, a transgender supporting role on Raven's home. So. All right. Um, do you think this is the type of thing that will go away in time? Do you think this will uh, no. like, we'll ever get to a point in time where these things will not be cool to, to blame it on again? I don't know if it'll be cool, but it's going to continue. Yeah, might might become less cool. I think you're gonna have you're gonna have like a bifurcation of people who swear off social media and be like, "Yo, it's like it's like drinking, <laughs> uh, it's like doing hard drugs every day." But for Twitter. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be people that swear off of it, and they're gonna have people who are just hooked up to it like an IV, and it's like, "Give me more, give me more social media," and you know, and you're gonna have yeah, it's gonna completely split. It's uh, it's all just. It's also tiresome and stupid. And this lady just... See, he feels like I do. Um, See, now you're getting it. I mean, I've always felt this way. I just don't have it in me to pretend not to today. Speaking <laughs> of the Matrix, we've got a, a topic to move on to now. Uh, Andrew Tate had an extreme medical reaction to something... The uh, Matrix! ...this morning. Maybe his morning coffee. And uh, he believes that he may have been poisoned. Thoughts on this? 
Yeah, this was ridiculous. Um, I tweeted out, dude, just take, just use an EpiPen, bro. Because um, this let's, is let's look at the tweet. Clear cut allergic um, reaction, in my opinion. He said, "Face face swollen, blood pressure is through the roof, skin's on fire, hard to breathe, some sort of severe reaction or poison." Only had coffee and water so far today. All well, appeared in the last five minutes. Do you want to show the that horrible selfie he took? <laughs> yes, but I'm only going to put it on screen for a second because we might use this clip for social media later. So hold on. Here's the... Oh. This one? Um, Any number of them, honestly. The, he showed, like, hives that were showing up all over his skin. I don't like the heavy breathing. That's a symptom. So the hives, heavy breathing, getting hot, those are all symptoms of uh, anaphylactic shock. Then the next video he posted had the caption, eyes almost shut, gathering chi. Yep. And then uh, someone else took control of his Twitter and said, Andrew is not allergic to anything. This has never happened before. He has only had water and coffee today, either an insect bite or some matrix attack insanity in his bottled water. He's refusing doctors and is focusing on tea and breathing. Mr. We'll Tate. keep you all updated. Mr. Tate, you can be allergic to insects. Four yeah. hours People ago, they said, uh, Andrew is fine, says that pain is part of life. He says the doctor will inject him with who knows what and kill him. He's in lotus position and drinking tea. As long as he can breathe, he refuses medical attention. So far, so good. The Would question is, where this came from. Do, are there ticks in Romania? So it doesn't matter. Maybe not. I you don't can, know. People develop soy allergies in their 30s. <laughs> Do you right? think Andrew Tate is consuming soy? I'm just saying. It could be anything. He was just locked in a prison cell for how many months? Where, and it's spring. It's, like isolated it's from spring everything. now. You know, you maybe he's just getting hit. It's that with, high pollen count. But either way, like this is those symptoms and that he's documenting are clear cut of anaphylaxis, right? The inflammation... Yeah. The swelling of his eyes uh he's feeling hot the uh the hives all over his body the itchiness the heavy breathing all of that is anaf like symptoms of anaphylaxis and it's like dude just take an EpiPen. like why are you trying to, like this is the one part of andrew tate that i'm like because this is you, toxic masculinity if he this used will get an you EpiPen, killed then it would be injecting him with who knows what and epinephrine what it doesn't matter I think he ever is like he, he does that thing like when you're having a bad day and you're going out and your your belt loop gets caught on the door he's like the matrix moved my door oh my and got my pants caught on the door he stubs his toe on like the corner of the room he's like they moved my walls I like it, it but I if like he it. truly thinks that someone slipped something in his drink that he's like allergic to or he got poisoned then that's all the reason to see the doctor like that's this is where masculinity is going to bite you in the ass, right? Because this is you why will say, die. Like, men live shorter lifespans. Yeah, because you need to admit that. Because the matrix you comes to them first. Well, and it's also why right. they say married men live longer because they have wives who who force them to get medical it's attention for true. issues. It's like true. This. <laughs> I mean, or or Agent Smith is out to get him. Who's making gonna... his coffee though? That's that's a very. Does Andrew good Tate question. make his own coffee? Right. That's a very good question. I'm hoping that uh, we find out later. That, like, I, I do like... He is a genius marketer. He can turn anything to his advantage. He is so good at that. If the Matrix actually is to blame for Andrew Tate's allergic reaction, we will be uh, mea culpa-ing once again. Yes. <laughs> and Just like... Uh, unless he's growing his own coffee beans and he's got a, you know, a well on his property, like, you have no idea what cross-contamination could have gotten into any of those products you're buying. Plus, you're in Romania. Where they don't, I 
they probably don't have the same regulations as we have here in America. And we have some of the strictest regulations and stuff still happens, right? We still see the E. coli outbreaks. We still see uh, people getting sick from like romaine lettuce. Remember when that happened? Yeah. So it's oh, like that's from Romania. Uh, there you go. Uh, so uh, that was good. Yo, dude, just go talk to just get on Zoom with the doctor and he'll tell you what I'm telling you. And I'm not even a medical professional, but this to me is an allergic to react uh, reaction to something. Maybe maybe he's just alert. He's just too cool and his body's fighting it. The Matrix wasn't in my curriculum in medical school. Was it in yours? <laughs> <laughs> he also, I think he would totally lie and and he's probably definitely had more than waffee and uh, waffee, coffee and water today. Waffee uh, and cotter. Yeah, waffee and cotter. He definitely had more. Oh. Like, I, I don't buy that. Kafifi. Um, also, his brother got arrested, right? Did you he? know he did not or get charged. arrested he again. Got charged. He just had another charge added, um, an incitement to violence. And this is because one of the female suspects in their case, Georgiana Nagel, um, reportedly told Tristan a story about how uh, one of their alleged victims, she forced to raise her right hand, which she knew at the time because she had a breast augmentation would hurt her. And when she told this story to, to Tristan, he reportedly laughed about this, the, what happened. And that's an incitement And that is an incitement violence. to violence. I still don't totally get why they're in Romania anyway, like why they went there in the first place, why they choose to stay there now, Do they have, or if they even have a choice. I guess they're under house the, arrest still, but it's like, do you realize that nowhere on earth has any concept of personal sovereignty and civil rights except for the U.S., and even here it's lacking? Well, that's what I'm wondering. What are the extradition laws in um, Romania? Maybe he's avoiding the UK and the US for a particular. Is reasons. he a dual citizen in the UK and the US? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, but UK. if he doesn't, but if he doesn't want to get arrested and sent to one of those countries, like I don't know what Romania's laws are. Chat, I don't know if you guys know, but yeah. that could be why he's parked out there. And I know he's under house arrest while they're investigating him. Some, but Andrew Tate, with all the money he has, he could. I really find it hard to believe he couldn't have. You know what he fled the country. Do? He yeah. should have somebody offer like an allergy course on Hustlers University. He could take his own a course. first aid course. Yeah. At Hustlers U, and he could get himself better with his own first aid course. That way, he doesn't get sick, and he makes money. Pays himself to get better by taking a, Hustl yeah. a Hustlers University first aid course. Or a CPR really certification if from Hustlers U. We get an U. update, and his face is just even more swollen, like a cartoon. Just, you can't like even see his eyes. It's like one of those dogs that got got stung by a bee, or like ate a bee. He's like the Matrix is really coming for me now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna. Oh uh, man, take care of yourself, and, and dude. I, I never saw oh. an update on the lung cancer situation. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with or that. The, like, he was supposed the, to be going I, to It was Dubai. either a non-cancerous like lesion or tumor uh -huh. he had. Yeah. Did you see Tristan? All that cigar smoking. Tristan Tate just tweeted too. He's like, I don't care if smoking around kids is banned or it's bad. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He's like. I'm going to have a cigar when I want to have a cigar. My kids are going to wait outside in the rain while I smoke it at my house. And I'm like, dude, what, what is <laughs> I saw They're another... both so like, who raised these boys? <laughs> I saw another tweet that was like, why do weed smokers have such a violent reaction to you saying you shouldn't hotbox your dog? <laughs> what? Oh, you shouldn't hotbox your dog. It's no, not very it's nice. not nice. It's very bad. Oh, we've got a few super chats All left right, here. No tax, good tax set, unprecedented. Nine years after sister, sister. 
Yeah. Shane H. Wilder said, I, a black girl can't lead a show. Did we just forget about Sister Sister? It had two black female leads. Or Moesha, starring Brandy. Plenty of shows that we could point at. Thousand Foot Deep End said, it's an undercover video Steven Crowder did. He gave the clinic a sample of a pregnant woman's urine. Sorry for the confusion. I won't interrupt and derail another segment with this one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Okay. I'm even more You're always now. welcome to derail the segment. I'm just I'm just he gave today. this clinic a pregnant woman's urine, why did it pop for testicular cancer? Um, <coughs> I'm so confused. I don't know what this had to do with this anything was a, in the first this place. Was, I know, I know. This was his $20 super chat earlier. This is a follow-up when he was talking about Steven Crowder. It's a woman. Don't misgender. What, is it? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a woman. Thousand foot deep end? But, yeah. Oh. But, um, nice uh, spending of your of your $20, I guess. You, well, you now, now I'm what you wanted. Now I'm interested in the situation, so I'm probably going to go look it up. Derail so, the yeah. conversation. Yes. 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 Uh, I mean, if the goal is to derail the conversation, yeah. it did. So that's that's awesome. All right. <laughs> All right, Kellen, my friend, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> you all right there, buddy? You right there? Yeah. Yep. I think she is. Um, well, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry you guys are both so deathly ill. Um, I hope I don't get sick. I don't think I will because I rem remember I have immune system number one. Yep. But thank you guys. As always, I like being the contrarian. It's fun. Follow me at Kellen PDL. I probably, uh, probably Twitter is best. Um, yeah, follow me there. And uh, that's really all I have to say, guys. Thanks for having me on. There was a chat. Somebody in the chat earlier was like, Brett should check socials more. There's an ex-girlfriend of his talking shit about him on the what? internet. I was like, I don't know if that's real, but if so, that's the Or depressing. somebody who's claiming yeah. to be an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, and I don't know what shit that would be, but yes. Uh, all right, Mary, okay. where can they find you? <laughs> um, you can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. Yep. Thanks for being with us, guys. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I apologize that I am feeling under the weather, but uh, I didn't want to miss two days in a row. So I hope, even though it wasn't a normal show, I hope it still uh, was a good time for you guys to watch. It still suited yes. your fancy. <laughs> yes, something of, of that of that nature. So thank Buttered you, guys. Biscuit. Remember to like this video, subscribe to this channel if you haven't done so already. Turn the notification bell on so you can be notified anytime a segment or an episode goes live. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Brett Dastavik on both platforms. Uh, the show's here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. <laughs> if you'd like to listen rather than watch, we're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.